Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode recorded live in Perth with guests Brett Blake, Akmal Saleh and Andrew Wolf. Lots of fun in this one. Uh, nothing to really plug up the top now, is there? No, Patreon. Get yeah. onto our Patreon and we'll talk about all that. And we'll uh, once you enjoy the Perth episode, we'll um, maybe tie up a few loose ends at the end. Mm, okay, enjoy this live from Perth and we'll see you at the end in Talking Dum Dum. Once again to the Little Dum Dum Club live in Perth. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day dickheads! Okay, I'm starting to feel like the podcast is actually going to happen in Perth this time. (laughs) I was doubting it. Fuck, have we checked? uh, Should we put a Google alert on lockdown just to make sure this can still go ahead or... What if we, like, midway through we get a message, it's all happening in the next half hour, wherever you are, you need to fucking stay there. Oh. Get me out of here! <laughs> <laughs> just three months of podcasting in here, just all of us stuck together. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Brett, what have you been doing yesterday in this room that we're in with you? Yeah. Fuck, bold move of you to grab the mic that's been used in the stand-up show just before this podcast by someone who probably has COVID. Oh, so. fuck, is that this one? <laughs> oh, well... I've lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I tell you what, though. Two years, like, you know, of, like, the world being crazy and everything. And, you know, people say Perth's been, like, pretty unaffected and whatever. <laughs> I like but that I... medical term, by the way. The world's gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about political correctness, not the real virus. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, people think, oh, Perth's been unaffected. They wouldn't have changed. i got to say, this is the first live podcast we've ever done in Perth where I haven't been offered a Dexy before the gig. Oh. So, you guys, so, something really has happened over here. You have changed wow. me dramatically. Come on, cunts, get to the game. <laughs> we just start getting pelted with pills yeah, like yeah, midway yeah. through the gig. Man, do, I'm sure we talked about this at the time, but there was one live Perth show that we did about six, seven years ago by someone who... Because over the years, we sort of... Re- uh, recognise, you know, people that listen to the show, people get really full-on and contact us, and then all of a sudden <laughs> some people just drift off, and you go, fuck, whatever happened to that absolute fucking nutbag? The supernovas, we call them, they burn fucking really yeah, polite, yeah, and yeah. then they're just gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so there was one in Perth that used to come every time and get really full-on. You recorded a CD, I think, well, that's how long ago it was. But like, Yeah, 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 and, I recorded and she, an A-track, yeah. She, yeah, she sat up the front and just ate twisties into the microphone. <laughs> There was like an audience mic here and yeah. she's like fucking opening a bag of thins like into yeah. the... Yeah. And I'm like, can you please not do that? Because I'm recording this and then she comes up at the end she's crying. She's like, you bullied me in the gig. Yeah. yeah, she said that to you but then she came up to me after the gig and went, want to come party with me? And I'm like, no, not really. And, and she goes, come with me. We're going to my friend's house. He's the second biggest speed dealer in Perth. I'm like, that's, that's cool. But like, what the fuck would I know? Just go with number one. Yeah. I'm not going to check on it. You're like, I host a podcast. I could meet the number one biggest speed dealer if I really <laughs> fucking wanted to. So I've been here for a couple of days doing gigs and stuff, and I was walking into the show last night, and it's like, you know, we come, we're come, we coming on from Melbourne. It's like brutal winter over there at the moment. I'm walking to the gig just dressed like this, just like short sleeve shirt, just like, oh, how good is this? Just like a bit of a warm evening. I get to the gig, and like the heat is on. There's like cunts sitting around a fireplace. Yep. I'm like, you fucking people need to get a grip. It was 22 <laughs> degrees outside. 
Honestly, people, every gig that I've done so far, one of the Perth acts has had material about how fucking freezing it is at the moment. <laughs> and people are, like, giving it a round of applause. Like, meanwhile, yeah. I'm putting, like, coconut oil on before I'm yeah. walking out in the street. So this is my vacation. I'm loving it. To be fair, you just did 15 minutes about lockdown to people who weren't in one. So... <laughs> I have nothing else. You'll sit there and listen to it and you'll fucking like it. <laughs> this, is your, this is the closest you're getting to a lockdown right yeah. now. yeah. Just watching boring entertainment, nothing else going on. Nah, I was trying to recreate the experience for you. No, nah, we're all right. Um, I had, um, but I did my solo show last night. Yes. And uh, so my girlfriend's family is from Perth, Doris Rosemount herself. And, uh, oh, the ancestors who, who discovered this pub 300 yeah, years ago. Exactly, yeah. yeah. She, uh, but so she didn't come on this trip and I was kind of like, I'd said to her like, oh, I, I don't know, I, I was going to text your mum and say like, she try and like you know say hi to her while I'm here or whatever, but she lives oh, out full rove style. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I come all the way to Perth to ask my girlfriend's mum who she'd turn gay for. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer's Borat, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time ago, but uh, I, I kind of I was gonna like message um, uh, my girlfriend's mum, and she was like, uh, but I didn't. I didn't know if she had told her mum that she wasn't cu- that I was coming. I didn't want to get her in trouble for like not coming right. over and seeing her mum. And I was telling this to my girlfriend. She was like, "You know what? You should text mum, offer her tickets to your show. She won't take you up on it because she's out in Mandurah. It's like a long trip into the city. She's not going to fucking do it. Don't worry. Like, but just you'll get the brownie points. So I'm like, right, that's right, worth right. doing. Yep. So I do all that, and she writes back and goes, "I'd love to come." Yeah. So. So she comes into the gig last night and I'm sweating my ass off because the, like 90% of the show is about me when I was 13 years old trying to finger someone on a family holiday. Just like the whole fucking... And she's like pretty... How is your dad? <laughs> yes, that is Perth comedy. <laughs> it's pretty loose down there after I got done with him. No, I don't... You gotta watch what you say in this bit, because then it's like that's a callback for the entire yeah. show, you know? Someone 50 Also, times. if you have the phone number 0435 645 626, stop ringing me. <laughs> so I'm panicked about her seeing this gig, because she's like pretty conservative, you know, and it's like pretty rude show. But then the show goes good, and afterwards I'm sitting backstage, and the guy who like runs the pub comes in and he goes, Oh, there's this woman, because uh, then I'm sweating, going, like, I hope it wasn't too rude for her. I hope she liked the show or whatever. And the guy comes in and he's like, oh, there's this um, lady downstairs who uh, wanted to speak to you. Um, she says she's your mother-in-law. <laughs> oh. Upgraded. She's, she's proposed? She's proposed to me. <laughs> like, all right, that's a good sign that she liked it. It's like, all right, this cunt, yeah. welcome into the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Just give me a thumbs up when the story ends or something. Um, no, no, we are in Perth, um, or as I call it, halfway to you know where. Um, Bali? No. <laughs> no. No. That's fucked. How brutal is that? That's something weird where that's a heckle. Bali. Fuck you. Um, I did get, just get back from Kosamoian. Uh, a little bit of an unfinished, like, little bit of the story. Um, because I did talk about a little while back uh, that my uh, we uh, we booked a whole family holiday to Koh Samui for a week, and then I sneakily booked for two weeks and didn't say anything, and then um, and <laughs> talked about it on here. Didn't tell my wife at all at any stage, and then it got really close to the holiday, and then my wife goes, "You know what? 
I reckon we deserve a second week in Koh Samui. How about we change it? And I go, ha- n- nice idea. I'll just change mine right now. But then you're always got to be one ahead, so then you're booking a third week. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, an extra week it is. Man, honestly, of course I thought about that, yes. <laughs> yeah. So then we I was s- ready to get in trouble, and now I'm not, yeah, so I may yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So then we got there, and I have to say, you know, uh, there's been a lot of stories on this podcast about me being in lockdown, relatable gear for you guys, uh, uh, but shitting myself when I'm going for a run. And I blamed a lot of it on bread and lockdown. Well, I really can't blame that anymore. <laughs> Because Kosamui did fucking cop it. I right. I went for a run and I and I got halfway and I took a shit on by the side of the road next to a jungle. And um, <laughs> the stray dogs are looking at you, going, "Get your act together." Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Disgusting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was me. It was me, like hiding behind a coconut tree, shitting myself. It was fucking. Not, it was no good. Anyway. So then <laughs> I was like. God, those bogans that go to Bali are no good, aren't they? <laughs> we're back, baby. It's another sign we're back. Uh, Not like uh, me, the upper crust. Yeah. Going that little bit further. Yeah, so then honestly, honestly, same day, right? So I get back and I don't say anything to my wife and I clean myself up and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so I get back and then we... Cause just, can I just say very quickly that phrase? I had to get an ultrasound the other day for some like heart stuff. I'm fine, but like... This guy, you know, they cover you in the goop and the guy, like, does all the stuff with me and it, like, takes, like, an hour. And then it, he's, like, finished and he's, like, okay, we're all done. And then he's just, like, as he's walking out of the room, he just throws a towel at me and he goes, clean yourself up. <laughs> I was, like, fucking hell. Is this, am I in the right place? Like, yeah. am I getting these results? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, what did he stick up my ass? What was the fuck was that? <laughs> So it's like leave the money on the dresser before. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then I, I went. Ba- I went back. We're, we're traveling with blanket the whole time, my child. And um, so there's no break from it. There's no break from it. So then we walk past a childcare center, like a Thai childcare center, and we're like, "Fuck! What if? What if we just dump the kid in there for a couple of hours and go and do something else?" And I'm like, "Fuck! You know, there's, there's like like heaps of toys in there. And it's like, fuck! Th- this is going to be awesome. Let's just do that, and then let's just go and get massages. So we both went and got a massage, and then halfway through the massage, I get a phone call, and I pick it up, and it's this Thai lady saying, your daughter just pissed herself in the ball pit. Oh. No need for a paternity check here. That is my child. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say your wife dropped you in the daycare centre so they <laughs> could change your fucking diaper for you. <laughs> so if you've ever wondered how much it, it, it costs to clean a ball pit of piss in oh. Thailand, it's $40. That's a good rate. That's why you travel there. That's, yeah. that's 300 yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. You pay 150 in Perth, so yeah. <laughs> Do we want to do we want to talk about the fact that there's just currency on the oh, stage? Someone's chucked nearly enough to clean up a ball pit on stage. There's, yeah, there's a lot of Thai bart on yeah. stage. Very How nice. How much is this? So one, two, three, four, five hundred. Probably like yeah, around six hundred, six hundred baht. Wow, so nearly thirty bucks. Okay, very nice. Big spender. That is. Are we are, are we are we strippers now? Is that yeah. what's happening? So. Who's done that and has this so far been as funny as you thought it would be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I mean, I, God knows. I don't know what I'll do with that until about two weeks' time. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But thank you. I will collect that later. So, yeah. Um, should we get our first yes. guest out here? Uh, well, yeah, we've got a great lineup for you today. And, uh, hey, speaking of fluids and ball pits, let's welcome to the stage our first guest, Brett Blake! Oh, yes! <laughs> That's right. A man who got sucked off in a ball pit once. Yeah. Well, I thought that was an in-joke, but now it's not. Um, <laughs> it's an out-joke, baby. Woo! 
Jacob's at, you go to Thailand with your daughter who's two, and three. out of three, so out of the two of you, the first person to shit themselves was you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, do you, do you, what do you think you ate to make that hat? Do you have any, any leads on what you were doing? I think I was ate it 20... the 14th curry you ate for the day? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, nothing special. Just Penang curry after Penang curry. So, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really diversifying yeah. what they think of a Western man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's not a green curry. I think Penang is like an art house curry. I think it's like, it's not a mainstream curry. Cool. You've got to... You gotta get this looked at. Like all jokes aside, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. How long no. since you had the finger up there? Excluding our pre-show warm-up. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do the finger anymore. We've talked about this, haven't they? They oh, do a right. blood well, sample. Whatever. Whatever. They do the a blood your disappointment by the sound of your tone. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but that's for like cancer or something, isn't it? That's not for someone shitting themselves. Oh. Well, so, I mean, something's going on. Okay, someone. Oh. Oh. Too soon. Did someone just get fingered there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> someone just did the chicken? test on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Nick's pretending to have cancer, so he keeps getting fingered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. We know it's a scam. Uh, come on, Doc. Don't hold back. Yeah. I don't think they've got it all. You've got to keep looking. <laughs> Go deeper in. Can I get the doctor with the big hands again? Yeah. Does cancer make you stink? I think I've got it. That's <laughs> uh, good to shit on someone who's dying. <laughs> on the other side of the country, on death's door. Yeah. Flying over here. No. Fuck you, mate. He's all better. He's living off of your donations. You'll be all right. Yeah. Um, He's all better now. Blakey, Blakey, we're back in your hometown. Welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, Basil Zemplis. The real king is back, baby. <laughs> Fucking hell, that guy is a cunt. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm back in Perth and I, I'm from Forestfield, which we can all agree is a bit of a shithole. But I didn't realise <laughs> Perth could get worse until Carl Chandler checked me into the hotel we're staying at. <laughs> I don't want to say the name, Four Seasons Perth. Um, no, it's not. It's not called that. It's called Seasons of Perth. Oh, well, yeah. all those That's what got me. I, was, I looked at it and went, oh, Four Seasons. It's not called that. I did a fucking Brett Blake and I read oh. it wrong. Yeah, what are the four? Meth, Dexies. Um. <laughs> Dude, there's a homeless guy who lives out the front yes, in, in a, a car. Yes. And then he's got a Tommy Hilfiger shirt on, which is quite ironic. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm assuming it's a knockoff from Bali. But yeah. the... It is one of the worst hotels I've ever stayed in. Yeah, it's no good. It is. Uh, we went past there. There is a strip club or something over the road. There's so, there's, there were girls in skimpies last night. In there, in, but like, I don't know. No one's buying this. There's, I think there's a strip club uh, or something. Uh, I have no idea. But let's just like, say Carl Chandler felt, found the most Thai place in yeah, Perth. Yeah. <laughs> there's a shit bar downstairs. There's a homeless guy living out the front, yeah. and we're right across the road from yeah. the Rippers. An eight dollar cocktail, so not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's advertised as eight dollars, but they charge you nine. Yes, yes. <laughs> they couldn't be fucked changing the graphics. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, no. But man, they, they do. But like the but the girls in the skimpies. So they're just like I sort of. I don't understand. I haven't seen the whole skimpy experience in WA. <laughs> oh, you're mate. Honor. I reckon you had a good old look last night. You had like the wolf eyes coming no. out of your head. No. Aruga. No. You know, to drag you away. What's that across the road? It looks to be some kind of neon light shop. Well, I better. <laughs> I might need one for the gig. I'd better go in and just kind of see no, what they're about, you know? No, I'm not well, like that. I'm you. not like that. I'm a 40-plus man that goes to Thailand all the time, okay? <laughs> 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 I 
But we, we, we walk past these the, the skimpies and they're just in their own underwear standing on the street. Their like, own underwear? The gall? Well, <laughs> even someone else's. They're not, but there's no show about it. They're not bikinis or they're not, you know, tassels or anything. They're just in their bongs. <laughs> tassels? Yeah. You know it's what I mean? It's not a burlesque show, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're out there to try and lure old seedy men like yeah. you yes. in there. And then when we, we walk past and we're like, oh, no. One of them yelled out, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they booed us. Yeah. They booed yeah, us. Like, Boo. <laughs> that is hot. And, um, yeah, man. And my dick was never harder. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I was straight I, over there. After this show, we should go back and prove them wrong. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. I Man, might go down after this, the gig. This but. hotel is so dodgy. It does actually look like a th- like a three star hotel in Bali when you get in the reception. But the room, like, it doesn't have anything else. But it does offer the only, like. There's only one bit of paperwork there, and it says we offer in room massage. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I'm I'm willing to flip that coin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it must be. It must be like it's like some res- some hotels are like we don't have room service, but we've got to deal with a pizza place yes. down the road, and they'll yes. bring it to you. It's like yeah, yes. someone from the strip club comes. Yes. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, opposite, know that opposite, girl who just booed you. She's going to come and whack you off. <laughs> yeah. Because opposite us is the is the Skimpy's place, and then a massage place next door. I don't know how I found this co- Thai concept hotel, but I fucking did it. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So what are the actual rooms like? Not too bad, but Milan came in today. Milan, and like, so you were... You, now, here's, the, here's my problem, is I picked this place at random, and then you said, I'll stay wherever you're staying, and then Milan said, I'll stay wherever you're staying. And every time I pick a hotel, Milan then comes in and goes, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Because he fucking hates it. But then again, now he's finding out about the girls in underwear. So now he's probably won back. So, yeah. Right, right, right. But yeah. also, you've got the worst room in the shittest hotel because at least I'm on level four like I'm doing well. But your ground level, yeah. opposite the pool slash the homeless guy's bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, and next to the public toilets. What? Yes. So the communal toilet where everyone at the bar pisses. And yes, yes. That's next to your room. Yes, yeah, well, that's things me. Things are going well for you, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> that is. Jesus. It's, yeah, it's been a big trip. I, what I love about we're here at the Rosemont Hotel and um, they put some uh, publicity out for us this morning or last night. What I like about that is they, they put a uh, uh, little dum dum club, and then the description: a national comedy show. I think we are geo-blocked in other countries because of <laughs> awful things we've said over the years. We're yeah. national. National. Yeah. yeah. Technically I mean, international. Yeah. You've done the Coast Movie yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been around, girl. And also, we're, I, I mean, I don't know if you're here strictly for this show, Tommy, or if you're here a little bit early for the big ethnic comedy show that's coming up. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought that's what this was. Oh, right, right. Yeah. But because it's Perth, it'd just be a bunch of white guys in wigs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amore. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's ethnic in Perth. People from Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check out these foreigners. Committing to a stage name. Yeah, I would like to... If I stuck around, I'd, yeah, I would like to come back and try and get on that show. Absolutely. I would like to move somewhere and just rebrand and go, yeah, I'm yeah. Italian. I just am. Yeah. Yeah, six, it says six comedians, six nationalities, one show. How do they do it? Fit it all in one show. What do we think the six are? I mean, white, that's one of them. You're knocking that off easy. What is just, it? What? Wh- just white. Is white, is white a nationality? Well, I, I think if they're wanting to like boost but the numbers, it's like that's right. an easy one. Okay. That's a gimme. That's one of them. Right. And then uh, anyone want to eventually <laughs> guess? <laughs> but when you say the name of the country, you've also got to do the accent and the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and the skin tone if you've got the equipment on you. 
Pardon me? Italiano, you played the safe bet. What a coward. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate, you're in Perth. You know you can say it and get a job promotion yeah. the next day. Oh. Your boss will love it. Oh, he's yeah. a one of the lads. Get yeah. him in there. Oh, I, I forgot about um, the seasons of Perth. Two things. This morning when I got up, I got up early to go for a run. There was a guy... In, <laughs> There's a guy uh, with dreadlocks. Yeah, running so away from the world's worst hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck, a personal best. Um, guy in dreadlocks asleep in the foyer at 7am, so pr- pretty cool hotel. Uh, yeah. That wasn't just a random guy, that was the receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and remember. He was quite nice and gave me a jazz cigarette. Re- so. re- remember, we had to, last night we had to sign off on a bond in case we set off any oh. fire extinguishers or fire alarms. Man, the room cost 400 to, for the three nights, which is pretty dog shit cheap, and obviously people go there to root. But the um, <laughs> the bond was three hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was the bond as much as the room? Yeah. And then the yeah the fire alarm system is one thousand three eight hundred dollars. It's so crazy that they have to make a new rule because people are constantly coming in and going. This place sucks. Let's set off a fire alarm for something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this room so that I could like cheat on my partner, and then that didn't happen. So I may as well just set the fire alarm <laughs> off. I want to have some. If I'm not going to get a route, let's get everyone out of this hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds beautiful. What's say we all kick on back there afterwards? Hey? Man, eight dollar cocktails. Dude, dude, eight, nine dollar. Hey, nine dollar oh, cocktails. Eight dollar cocktails that cost eight nine dollars. Nine dollar cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Carl There's will cover the extra one dollar for you. No. Like a cocktail a board. handsome man in a Tommy Hilfiger shirt having a bath in the pool. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get our second guest let's out. Let's get our next guest out here, folks. Please welcome back into the little Dunlop Club, Akbal. Yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> hello, hello. I didn't know. I didn't notice the uh, big ethnic show, but I was standing right underneath that poster, <laughs> and people were giving me funny looks. <laughs> I was going to say, brother, and you're a month early. Yeah. Well, I'm not even that big. <laughs> I'm five foot five. <laughs> but I've seen that show. They got uh, they got uh, Arab comedians and Israeli comedians, but the Israeli comedians take up most of the stage. <laughs> 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 wow. It's a really uh, that is a that is wait, wait, that it, is a risky. I, I, I actually thought you were going to say half of the show goes off with a bang. <laughs> no, see, this is where being an experienced comedian comes into. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas a low breed like me takes yeah. the, the dirt road. I'll let you do that. Yeah, that is a smart no. joke for a Perth audience. Well done on the bravery there. Yeah, well, you know, I can't believe you get this audience. I don't. What do you, what do you, <laughs> you kept saying that to me backstage. You kept going. I can't believe you guys keep getting great audiences. You know, like you know, I, that sounds like an insult, right? You know, I've yeah, but Akmal saw I've your stand up beforehand, so he gets it. You know, <laughs> I've worked my whole career. Really, I can't. You, and you just talk shit. And <laughs> How much do you pay these people? <laughs> Yeah, I think our mums pay them to make us feel popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's funny. Um, I t- <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But sadly, there might be some truth in that. <laughs> yeah. A room full of laughter would have been a bit better, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the greats saying that's funny, that'll do. I, yeah, that's yeah, worth uh, all of you laughing. Very, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tipping you're in a much better hotel than what we are. We are uh, in the dregs of, of Perth, which is saying something. But yeah. Well, uh, you know, it depends. How much are cocktails at your place? I don't do the cocktails. Oh. No, I'm not a cocktail type person. Oh, what, are, what sort of a person are you, Akmal? I'm more of a cock. Right. <laughs> Without the tail. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, st- I'm staying in a pretty average place. It's very noisy and people got arrested uh, downstairs. No, I was You're staying I'm in jail? No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I, I, this is the truth, right? You know when you, when you have something <laughs> sus in your, on your carry-on mm. and you can't explain it? I, I've got binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pervert. But that is the implication when they find a... Bu- 
Yeah, so you I, can I, say I, you're a bird watcher and technically you're not lying. No, yeah. no, I, I, I had credit. <laughs> yeah. Come on, say yeah. it. Say yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. you got your so binoculars funny. Funny. and then a magazine called Perth's Guide to Nude Beaches. <laughs> That's right. Nothing, well, sus. One of the birds I was perving had chat on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think her name was Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. no, no, it's really weird because I, I had this, um, it was like a, a Harvey Norman thing that, I, you know, when you, you don't have to pay for five years and you go, fuck, I, what, what are the chances I'm going to be even here in five years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just buy this shit. And I had a hundred dollars extra and I, and I bought these binoculars as I was traveling. I thought, fuck. And, um, and so I'm, I'm looking at these people getting arrested and it was fantastic. <laughs> How expensive are these binoculars? Yeah, you put them on a hundred, payment plan. The, no, they weren't that expensive. Also, you're on TV, cunt. Just pay. <laughs> no, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> I like how you say, yeah, you, you don't plan to be around in five years. It's like, I love the idea of someone killing themselves and then the suicide note going, take that, Harvey Norman. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> it's just me. That's, well, you know, you know, like, at, at, you know the I'm taking these binoculars to my grave. <laughs> You know when people were saying, you know, that 2012 was the end of the world? Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, people went crazy with Harvey Norman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By 2013, I'm out of debt. So, why, so what, no why did you get the binoculars? Just so because you didn't have to pay for them for five years? No, no, because I had an extra $100 um, credit. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything <laughs> really? you see else. There's no interest there just like getting binoculars for the sake of having binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just give me a hundred dollars worth of mixed electrical goods. You know, I, if I could take back time, I wouldn't have mentioned the whole binoculars thing. <laughs> if only you could have seen that far ahead. I, sh- I wish. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at it in reverse. <laughs> yeah, they weren't that good. <laughs> take that, you big ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. To, yeah. Do you know big. what? Th- this is this is a really weird thing that I heard the other day. I was talking to a comedian who was in a car trip, you know, notorious comedian car trips, like if they're going out to a, a rural gig, a three-hour yeah. gig. This guy got onto a diatribe about you. Now, this is the thing that someone, a comedian... Did he mention the binoculars? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Can we also clarify what is a diatribe for some of the dumber audiences, please? Yeah. 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 Hey, he made, a, me. he made yeah. an Israeli joke before. I think they're all right. Oh, like yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is what they said. The, this comedian in New South Wales somewhere was saying, oh, Akmal's had it easy. You know why? You know what his big big break was? Yeah. 9-11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it actually, look, you know, uh, it's a tragic event. A lot of people died, but fuck, my act got really funny. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it, there's you always... Some, a, you lose some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. It's, you know, there's always a positive side to everything. And, uh, <laughs> I did you know, think it was weird when I watched your DVD and at the end in the special thanks you had Osama in there. I thought that was... <laughs> uh, that well, he, he was my supporter. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it in hiding. <laughs> you were like a middle act when the first building went down and then the second building that went down you went to headliner status. <laughs> that's yeah. right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. That's no, right. but is, what, is that actually true? Cause well, there is some truth to it. I, I was doing those, you know... Um, crazy suicide bombing uh, jokes and stuff before September 11. Right. And I was getting, you know, a little bit... Shut up, listen. <laughs> Stop laughing, like, there's a comedian up here. That's the laughter of fear. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nervous laugh. <laughs> no, but I, I was getting moderate laughs, you know. I was talking like sui- blo- people blowing themselves up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's good shit. But it, it, was, it, was, it was good shit. And then Osama really helped my career. Yeah. You know, when, when so you were just doing that stuff. There, there was no, like, real context to it. And then that happens and people are like, oh, we well, get it now. Well, it was context, but it wasn't so... Uh, it was niche. Know, uh, it was niche, exactly. Yeah. And, and then suddenly, 
I went from an ordinary <laughs> hack comedian to a social commentator. <laughs> Fuck, man. I love this, that. <laughs> this is the ultimate hipster, you know. Like, yeah. I was into terrorism before 9-11. And yeah, I yeah. actually think it got too commercial after that. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> yeah. Every channel all at once, lost. That's, yeah, you know, that's so funny because this guy, this like hack comedian was like, no, oh, fucking so easy for Akmal. 9-11 happened and he became a fucking great comic. And then your answer is, yeah, fucking good branding. Oh, yeah, yeah no. It's all <laughs> luck, man. You think, you think I made mean, it's not talent. Yeah. <laughs> all my good looks. Fuck. It must be a, there must be a point where FBI investigates someone like you going, fuck, maybe he just did this for his career. Just... Well, you're not the first to suggest that. But, uh, <laughs> I've got a perfect alibi. I was at uh, Bankstown Sports Club <laughs> when it happened. I was <laughs> exactly. I was at, at that time. I, I had a perfect alibi. Yeah. Yes, but I do have cousins. <laughs> okay. All right, let's uh, let's get our let's get our, our final guest out here as all well. All right, um, yeah, we'll just uh, let's get him out, yeah. folks. Please welcome to the stage, Andrew Wolf. Yeah. I'm sitting away from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Because you've been coughing all hell, week, man. you disgusting yeah. You clearly yeah, have absolutely. COVID. You clearly it's fucking have COVID. Even you know, COVID doesn't want me, man. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, no, come on, man. Dude, I've got anxiety every time I walk past these. Uh, they're like, yeah. fuck off. For people well, at home, you we, know, put, we put Wolfie to the very, very back yeah, of the stage. You know, I, 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 I love this, this ensemble here because I can honestly say that you guys are actually genuine comedians because... If you look at these people and you can't tell if they're actually comedians or n- homeless people <laughs> <laughs> or, or just mental Mate, patients or all ju- three. Judging by the hotel we're staying That's at. That's what you get a comedian. You know, you, you don't, I mean, if, if we were like four Adam Hills, we wouldn't be getting the laughs. Right? <laughs> oh. I'm just shocked oh. that Wolfie entered the stage without jumping on this 35 yen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, where's that money? I need that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Put that back in your account. 35 man. yen. How, do, how dare you insult my people? Hey, I, ha- I have binoculars. I, I use yes. them to keep in contact with I my family. I kind of suspect That's how I get custody. Yeah, I just look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine if good. we were like perving on each other with b- different Mate, binoculars. It's good. We can both stare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wolfie, when was, when was the last time you did a rat? Because we all did a gig with you last night and you were just fucking wheezing away Dude, backstage. To be honest, I'm, I'm not a good reader. I'm probably spitting in the wrong end. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it it's all wrong. Right. You're gobbling it off. You're trying to tickle the balls. <laughs> do you it's not reckon, that time do you guys test, not it's like a high school exam. I can't read all that shit. You just <laughs> fucking spit. Should be all right. That's right. I've got diarrhea. That's not one of the symptoms, is it? No, no. It, no. Is. it really is. <laughs> it is, is it? Yes. Okay, guys. Well, it's a super spreader event. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You've got to get COVID eventually, guys. So it's good that you can blame me. I'd be surprised if you have it because you sound really healthy at the moment. Like, yeah. that would be... Yeah, man, I don't know. I, who knows? I, I hope it's more than COVID because uh, I feel bad. <laughs> more, more importantly, how am I, how, how's my money going that I gave to you about well, two man, years ago? Well, man, I saw... Ago? Who's this foreign currency on the ground? Let's put that in the account and top it up before well, we talk numbers. Let's, let's find out what's in yeah, the account. Yeah, if you would add that to the account, your account would then have $30 in it. <laughs> Well, look, Carl. I, I gave you a heap of money two years, so. three years ago. Now, for in in the in the purpose of building it up to buy a bar in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. are we looking? Look, first off, I want to say, you know, as you get older. No, no, I don't like this answer. 
You realise in life. If you've had a good one, I would have got the results straight away. Wolfie lives at home with his parents and his wife left him. How do you think his investment went? Very badly. Dude, I I had to stop trading because my parents cut off the internet. I'm sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Dad. You've gone downhill bad. No, but do you know in life, like, uh, as you get older, it's about the people you meet and the experience. (laughs) Money is the root of all evil, and I've helped you learn that, fuckhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, he, 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 are you still trading as a broker, by the way? Well, until acid catch up. But yeah. <laughs> he, heavy on the broke. Yeah. No, no, man. Can you admit he was up for a period? Do you remember that? Oh, I can admit that. Yeah, for one day. Was it about a day? You are double? You tried really... I think last time we were going to do a podcast, you tried really hard once you realised you were about to be on the podcast... Built it up so that I wouldn't bash you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, I think you've let it go for the last 18 months. Mate, to be honest, you're the least of my problems. There's bigger <laughs> clients that are very fucking angry with me. <laughs> I think one guy's linked to uh, bikies, so like yeah, fucking right. wait. Is he the second time. biggest problem? Second biggest speed dealer in in Perth? Because I think I've met him. I was I was meeting most of my clients <laughs> at after parties, eh? At house parties. <laughs> so look, look. To be honest, you tried. Let, let's just say this is anyone's hiring, I'm looking for a new job, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah, How, how's everything going? You were telling me last well, night about you, you know, were going... Well, you know, all the dumb-dumb people were saying, oh, get into crypto. How did that work out for you guys? Hey, is it going all right now? Has it not tanked the Ponzi scheme that is crypto? We're you asking you. You're a stockbroker. We don't fucking know. Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally exposed, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, you're you're doing well. I you're down a bit, but if you put more <laughs> yeah, I haven't had many updates stop, for quite a while. Well, I, that money is a little bit evil. Uh, I gotta say, Wolfie, for where you're sitting, your timing is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look, I think there's a little uh, delay on my mic. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> As I always say, man, buy the dip. It's time to put more money in. <laughs> I think you can recover. You, you look, he's down. If How you much you down? You're down forty percent. Am I? Yeah. I haven't had an update in a year. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't been logging in for a year either. <laughs> if you got the password, you know. Dude, I'm getting PTSD looking at it. Hey, to be honest. Do you need a top up, Wolfie? Because think about the money you've saved on getting a good hotel this trip, Carl. You could just give oh, yeah. Wolfie that to and top up. And on cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Look, if anyone in the crowd wants to get involved in uh, shares, I'm looking for some new clients, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you were telling me last night you went to... I mean, you're obviously doing well because you were telling me about going to Hungry Jack's last night. Yeah, man. The home of comedy. Hey, because you're aware that there was a stock market crash, right? It's not all my fault. Hey, if you're at Scarborough (laughs) Beach and a wave breaks on everyone, it's not my problem. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's not been great. Hungry Jack's, yeah, that was not good two weeks ago. Have Have you guys tried to get, like, a burger late at night where you get the last one? And then they fuck you up. They just throw it. It looks like a fucking breakfast burrito. 16-year-old, he threw everything in. One of the worst burgers. But then I realised that he had parked out the front and I, um, I let down his tyres, okay? So <laughs> Guys, he lot. may be shit with investing your money, but he will fuck a 15-year-old up. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I can win on the small Man. battles. That's a great idea. I wish you had tyres to let down. I'd fucking do that too. Well, man, you can get my parents' car if you want. <laughs> I think Should your parents are the ones that let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we've got a pro up here. 
<laughs> my God. Should we let Wolfie to the front? The energy of this is yeah. feeling really fun. Go oh, for it. You'd be sitting next to you. I'm happy for you to sit next to I, you. I, I feel I like I'm going It's yeah. the Husey saga all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I am going to keep my distance. Dude, it was weird energy. I felt like I was in the witness box. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry. I did the crime, okay, guys? It somehow got weirder the closer you got to all of us as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought this would fix it. Your eyes got glassier. But you know you're sick when your lips are getting dry, hey? Can you see it? They're sticking together. (laughs) You were trying to convince us that you weren't sick last night. I'd seen you at a gig the night before. You did a three and a half minute set and you came off and you were sweatier than I've ever seen anyone. You were fucking drenched. Dude, I'm in dire need for money. I've got to buy nappies, motherfucker. I've got to do what I can. Bro, both of you are What about something for your kids? What's are the nappies for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, seven's not too old for nappies, are they? We haven't really trained these kids, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can't read either. <laughs> There's lots of problems. Um, Blakey. Um... Speaking of can't read, Blakey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got that one, can't. Yeah. Bla- yeah. Blakey, um, enjoying a beer there. Um, hope you're having a good dry July at the moment. Can you grab a sip of- you're all signed up for Dry July, aren't you? Is that yeah, I'm signed up for Dry July, but uh, some beautiful people, uh, Blandy right there, uh, paid for me to have a weekend off. Okay, so so people buy you a day off so you can have beers if they buy you a day? Yes. Are you currently, has someone bought you 30 days so far? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that guy was uh, Brett Blake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, myself's a bit. No, so someone bought me two days for Saturday and a day for Sunday, but I was like, well, there's two on Saturday, so I'll move the Saturday to the Friday now. <laughs> now, I'm on a, uh, now I'm on a bender with that homeless guy on the fucking shit pool. <laughs> it is sick. I'm getting massages. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. But you are back in Perth. Um, some, some sweet stories about living in Perth. You were telling me before where you used to live. Did you, you lived in a share house out, out of Perth? I think sometimes you live, like... Part of your life is fucked, and you don't realise until you tell someone the story. But I, I used, I used oh, to yeah, because you were like, that, guys. Yeah. you started telling me this story, going, "Is this normal?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> oh. So I used to live in this house in uh, Forestfield, six oh five. You, um, yeah. how good's this? Their skate park's called uh, six oh five Skates yeah. with the eight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. That's two million dollars worth of planning gone right there. <laughs> Government, waste of money. Fuck you, Calamanda Shire. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I used to live in this house in... Uh, oh, I won't say the street because my friends still live there. But <laughs> we lived in this house. It was kind of like a halfway home. We were, it was pretty much the hotel, but nicer. Yeah, yeah. Um, no pool. But yeah. I, I was just saying to someone, I said, oh, you know, we lived in this shit house and uh, we had a goat. And he goes, oh, why did, why did you have a goat? And I said, oh, well, we couldn't be fucked mowing the lawn. So we bought a goat. Which seems to me quite logical, but most people are like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, where do you even buy a goat? Well, we found it. <laughs> it's oh, how do you find a goat? At the in, mower shop. <laughs> in someone's farm that you definitely didn't steal from. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, we got the, anyway, we had Gary the goat at our house for a while. And no, then, not, not Jimbo's goat. No, 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 no. This is, but he wasn't franchised. He was but his own independent his, man. His goat's called Gary. Gary? was, yeah. There's a comedian called Jimbo who yeah, had a goat Yeah, we know there's a, a comedian called Gary the goat. I've, been, I've seen the clips. It's yeah. yeah. Um, he died. Well, that's one win for comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, grow the goat up. did. And uh, his career was better than mine. And then yeah. we, had a, we had a swimming pool at the back of this house... 
And th- by the way, we never had a back door. We just, we just didn't have a back door because someone broke it off in a party. Because it's half a house. Yeah, it's half a house. And then we had a s- half door. It's one halfway, door. halfway between being a house and a footpath. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in these places. <laughs> we, had a, we had a swimming pool that we never maintained and eventually got green. And we thought it would be funny. that This is 18-year-old Brett, by the way. We thought it would be funny to throw shopping trolleys in there and stuff like that. But eventually we got so bored that we always used to drink at the house that we thought by the time it turned into fresh water, the pool, uh, we put barramundi, sorry, we put um, brim in the, f- in the pool <laughs> so we could fish while we were drinking. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then, so we never had a door and then there was a guy called, I don't want to say, we'll call him Marcus, and uh, there was a, uh, like, on the back of a Hilux you can get like a caravan that attaches to it and we had half of that out the front and one day we just found a guy living out the front there <laughs> and we just let him live there for like a year and, and I, 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 it's just a fuck place we used to live in I got there's no, no I don't think well, there's nothing really funny about it well, it's what just you, sad you said you said once you, as soon as you moved out something happened as soon as you moved out so we had the we had the goat also a dog came into the house one day mm. what is this Noah's Ark how many <laughs> animals <laughs> Yeah. And for a year, <laughs> I love, I Wolfie, I love Wolfie's logic. Two animals, Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, 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 when you said, when you when you said, yeah, you had to bring a goat for the grass. I, I, I assumed you're gonna for the pool. You're gonna bring yeah, like get a, a dolphin. dolphin in the pool. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, a dolphin. Suck the dolphin. Well, yeah, we'll fish dr- it out. You know, know what I mean? all the water. <laughs> Hippy will look after that water, man. Skippy. <laughs> there was a dog in the house. There was <laughs> a dog a in the house for a year, and we didn't. I thought it was my mate David's dog. And he thought it was my dog, but it was just a random dog that lived with us for a year and it eventually just fucked off. And one day I said, what happened to your dog? He goes, I thought that was your dog. <laughs> so this strays there for like a year and then goes, these two are fucking losers. I'm out of here. That is yeah. funny that the dog left eh, before you guys did. Even the dog is... Oh, at the time, also, I was 18, so I used to live off... Um, I used to go, I only had a, a small wage. This is the same time I did the Liquorland scam, if you remember that. So... Yes. I lived off uh, a barbecue pack from Woolworths, which was $18. I used to buy a carton of emu export, which was $32. 30 cans for $32. Fucking making money. Then I used to buy a bottle of Passion Pop to get me through a Sunday. And then what, I had one other little item. <laughs> and I used to, Oh, yeah, I bought a side salad. As well, like, a, like a bag yeah. of that. And, and, and what about lube for the goat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not here to judge you, man. <laughs> But, uh, I love that at a point in the story you were like, I don't understand what's funny about this. Anyway, we've got the goat, uh, the pool's full of fish, <laughs> there's a homeless guy. <laughs> to me, it was quite normal though. Like I'm like, uh, when I told someone this story, they're like, this is fucking mental. And the guy, the guy who used to live next door, we called him Fancy, and we never knew his name. His Fancy. Name, his name was Fancy because he lives over the fence. No, well you'd think so, but what? <laughs> so my mate used to have this like he had an SS. That's good. Every neighbour you ever have, just call him Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of fucked why we call him Fancy, but the so he had a VTSS. You and uh, so it's a hold and fuck off. And um, so he was doing burnouts one day in our street. Of course, what else do you do for entertainment? And then he parked the car. We're like, go out and do more burnouts. And he parked in the neighbor's front lawn and there was this big brick fence across of it. And he goes to reverse. It was like that scene of Austin Powers. Instead of reversing, he went forward and knocked over this brick wall. So we destroyed the neighbor's fence and then we just called him Fancy. 
We never replaced it. But then one day, the story you're trying to get to is after I left about maybe two or three months later, um, there were some other interesting characters who lived there and someone called the cops saying there was a gun and uh, fake money at the house. <laughs> right? And so one night, in the middle of the night, the, uh, at 2 a.m., the TRG rocked up and they, I, I, I've never seen a SWAT film before, but I'm only going with my friend. So they broke all the windows, which makes no sense to get in because there was no back door. They could have just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> so in the middle of the night, they broke every single window and then dropped down from the roof and then arrested every single person in the house to try and find a fake gun, which didn't exist. What did they do with the goat? Was he... No, the <laughs> he was the one that called the cops. <laughs> well, the, lease, the funny thing is, the goat, the goat ran off uh-huh. But we couldn't call the council to ask, hey, have you seen a goat? Because it's illegal to have a goat in a, a suburban property. Yeah. So yep. it, it's just out there. <laughs> it's great. Cheating on, yeah. cheating on you, cutting someone else's grass. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to edit this episode and just like listen to all these stories back and just finally take them all in. Because, God damn, there's a lot of details. Like, I feel like I'm looking at a page in a Where's Wally book, just assaulted yeah, yeah. by fucking... Information. <laughs> I'm just waiting for one of you cunts to jump in with something funny because I've, I've had. N- I've, you said tell the story and I go, I don't think it's funny. It's just my life. And I was well, like, and Carl's like, man, people will jump yeah, in. They'll pepper with no, jokes. I'm like, well, at any point, that would be really good because well, well, I am sweating up a it, storm it, and I'm fucking struggling. No, I'm no, sweating more than Wolfie and he's got the fucking Rona yeah, up here. Yeah, you know? see, we've, yeah, we've caught something off him. It might not be the Rona. But no, no. Fuck Mel says I ruined the goat. I'm like, is that the funny one? I don't know. Funny things could come in if you leave a gap. You've got to leave a gap. <laughs> Mate, I'm leaving a five-second gap, so I'm sorry your brain doesn't work quick enough. No, well, to be fair, the way you told that story last night was, as soon as I moved out of this house, every cunt in there got zip-tied by the cops. I'm like, that's a good story. <laughs> <coughs> well, all right, Wolfie. I, Wolfie, I've got, I've got a request. Okay. Um... I've, I've been told that you've got a story about... now, And I've been told the crowd will recognise this name if I say this. You've got a story about Lang Trees. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, now you're on board, you fuck. <laughs> How dare you turn on me and Basil Zemplis like this? Dude, I'm trying to get custody back from my kids. Man. I'm not fucking doing language. Fuck. Why did now you say? Why did you point at me when you said your kids? <laughs> what did your partner kid. work at Langtree's? What? Yes. Have you got custody oh, of Wolfie's kids, Akma? Yes. <laughs> Good. I, I see them on the weekend. <laughs> Wolfie's droplet of sweats are sweating now. Fucking yeah, hell. man. It's not ideal. I don't so think I can hang do on. that. Explain tree story. You, what the fuck? Who Ex- threw me under the bus? <laughs> Let's go back to that goat, man. Now explain I'd to us. I admit I fucked a goat than mention lang trees. Let's be honest. Explain to us what lang trees is. Um. Carl, I reckon you can explain it. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Now, right. is lang trees is an entertainment venue in Perth. Is that what is that what's happening? Um. Hey, man. After we're hanging out with you today, we're not going to be able to go outside for a fucking week. So you'd better make this worth our while. It's not a Tinder for adults. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Tinder for adults. So, so you think normal Tinder is for children? <laughs> man, yeah. Do you want me to prod with a story? I've heard this story. Apparently, you were recognised by someone. I, yeah, but we we just. <laughs> And I'm glad this is taking all the heat off my dog shit story. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just a, a late night drinking venue. I don't know what happened. What the fuck? It's a I, bar. It's not what I was agreeing, Ben. What's this? Look, we're not the authorities. Just tell the story. We're not with the we're not with Asia. <laughs> what? I, I feel like I have to give you another story. Like, no, just tell that story. They, they if we if we don't if scared. we don't like the story, we can cut it out. You know, this isn't. You know, oh, it's not live. Is that the oh, case? Yeah. Can you get rid of my last fifteen minutes? Then, no. thank you. Yeah. This, this is all a figment of your imagination. Hey, just edit out the crowd. It never See? happened. Yeah, because honestly. Not- we have big names that come on this pod and then they'll ask us afterwards, can you edit out this story? And that's what we do. However, you're not a big name, so let's just leave it in. So <laughs> well, We haven't got it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I should have said that in five minutes' time. Man, there's, there's, um, there's nothing to say, hey. Let, <laughs> I thought you were going to do the, the Russell Crowe story. We could have done that. We could have done that, but uh, look, I'll... I'll you let's and get Russell Crowe get a root at Langtree's? <laughs> <laughs> Are you not Is entertained? You <laughs> 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 do a fine up your ass. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Who the fuck told you this? You. You <laughs> told me last night when you were pissed, you fucking idiot. Your manager. You literally told me at midnight last night, remind me to tell you the Langtree story <laughs> on the podcast. You fucking idiot. You know what triggered his mind off? Him being at Langtree's again. <laughs> Dude, I d- if yeah, every I lady at Langtree goes down from COVID, we know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. Someone super spreaded their legs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what do you mean? Like, I can't go anywhere with this. You know where the story ends. Well, God, also, for else. all the listeners, uh, Langtree's is a, uh, an establishment for yeah. the ladies of the For night. lonely people. I was going to say ladies of the night. Yeah. And uh, lonely, yeah, Andrew okay. Wolf. Okay, all right, all right. Well, let's yeah, all have yeah. a quick think for a couple of seconds as to what happened in that story. Okay, we got it. Yep, so, yep. We can write some fan fiction about it when we get home. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You fill in the blanks. I, um, that's... You, you fill know. in the blanks while shooting them? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. I don't right. think oh, you know, you know the, so I, the problem with not telling the story is... You know, people's got. You know, they're going to think a lot worse than yes, what actually happened. Yes, so tell right, the story. Yeah. Let's tell the story, Andrew. Let's be honest. This crowd's never respected me. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting uphill ever since that stand-up shit. I'm you know, they've got a lot in common with your kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> the kids. Fair enough. <laughs> no, they're different. They're allowed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife will come and take the audience as well? Yeah. Uh, come on, man. I'm down a lot of money. Give me a fucking story. Dude, there's, there's actually... There's no story. Well, why don't I tell the story and just pretend that I know yeah, what happened? You can do right, it. Right, yeah, right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh, this guy basically... Uh, his name's Wolfie, by the way, but yeah. His name's Wolfie. <laughs> Is that what your kids call you? <laughs> My kids don't call me, man. See... <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, to, I don't have kids, but w- when I found out you had kids, my first thought was, why didn't you use contraception? <laughs> As if he could figure it out. <laughs> Dude, I read the instructions, I got it wrong. Like, that's the right <laughs> test. It's fucking complicated. Tell the story, come on. I, um, I, no, no, seriously, there's no story. I've been fucking thrown under the Carl, bus. you tell it. You heard it at midnight last night. No, all he did was tell me, remind me to tell you the Langtree story, and I go... Is this a story about a brothel? And you go, yes. And I'm like, can we actually tell that on the podcast? And you go, yes. Mm. Well, but now he's at a. Th- 
All I can say, guys, alcohol's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right then, Wolfie. What about... Um, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah thanks. Fine. Yeah, bring out a worse story. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Give him some what? options. You know what? Fuck, I do have something worse on you. <laughs> this Waving goodbye to my fucking career. No, this yeah. will be good. No, this yeah. is no, no. So when we um, when we have guests on the podcast, we like to do a bit of research, and and by that, look on page one of Google on people's <laughs> names. And man, I found that there's a website. So like you know, Blakey and Artwell, they're with like very big established uh, uh, comedy agencies. Uh, me and Tommy are not. You are also not, but you're also weirdly established with some absolute backyard operation online where they've got your that bio. Stockbaking firm. He's on, the, he's on the Langtree's website. <laughs> <laughs> Best yeah, while, you're, while you're rooting, he gets up there instead of like swinging around the pole. He yeah. does a tight five. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame for around her time. loose five. <laughs> anyway, yeah. come on. Yeah. So this is there is a there is an agency online that I've never heard of that is spruiking your work. And they've got like a 10-page bio on you. And I would like to read all 10 pages right now. Because it is quite a read. So, Andrew Wolf, When Andrew Wolf goes berserk on the stage, you lose all control over your... You guys your didn't. <laughs> you lose all control over your laughter. The charming madman of Australia is an accountant by profession, but don't let that fool you. Because he definitely but can't do that job. <laughs> <laughs> By the time he's through with his act, you'll have tears streaking down your cheeks and a big cramp in your stomach. Mm. Wolf knows no boundaries <laughs> when he's on stage. What a great night out that sounds yeah. like. Wolf knows no boundaries when he's on stage, except for Langtrees. So he takes on the glaring foolishness of life that we take for granted, revealing hilarious aspects with his incisive wit. Don't expect him to go easy. This one here is fearless and unabashed. Is this true so far? Well, I'm liking what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. That was written by your parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> On day release. Yeah. yeah. For all of his abnormal talent, <laughs> fucking hell, um, this young man is still making his mark in the comedy industry, pitched against the big boys. He knows he needs to pull something different if he wants to be recognised as a top comedian. <laughs> and that's why he makes it a point to bake his jokes fresh. Oh, nice. And serve them hot through his rapid-fire delivery. I've got to say, hell. I've heard this before because I fucking wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Mrs. Fields, bake us some fresh ones. <laughs> yeah, keep going, man. There's more, if yep. I remember. No territory. No territory is forbidden for Wolf's style of comedy, but he makes his forays into, ta <laughs> into tabooed subjects in good taste. He'll leave, tree. <laughs> he'll leave you completely awed and yearning for more. Again, wow. the, the, the trademark of Langtrees, but yeah. <laughs> he won't refrain, refrain from using profanity or even picking on himself to amuse his audience. A part of his act pertains to his deadbeat accountant co-workers and their funny interactions. <laughs> that sounds cute. He's wow. a talented actor and he can adopt and change stereotypes and personas with breathless ease. He's funny bone... <laughs> Axel, how didn't you know my name? I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> no, I, I did know your name, but I've done a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> his funny bone is active even when he's off stage. Like, yeah, at about midnight last night when he's telling me to fucking tell a story the next day. <laughs> I told you to do the Russell Crowe story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can get to that. Yeah. Uh, as you might have guessed, Wolf's favourite genre, genre is observation. <laughs> I'm spotting <laughs> shit, guys. <laughs> He's not perfect for a gathering of aristocrats. <laughs> I mean, who is? <laughs> but 
bring down the hall when it's packed with pedestrians. Holy fuck. How many pages are we in? We need yeah, to give yeah. this a rest. You should know. You fucking wrote this. Yeah. I love it that, you're f- that, that your specialty is pedestrians. Just people that use the fucking footpath as your home ground. Uh, uh, oh. Wolfie, the crowd aren't really responding to this and they could all be in fits of laughter right now if you just told the goddamn Langtree story. You yes. Coward. Guys, sign up to my Patreon. I'll give you the lamb treats. Yeah. <laughs> for a comedian who started, there perfor- is a story. <laughs> for a comedian who started performing in 2011, he's come a long way. It's because his jokes are so funny they border on lunacy. Oh my god, the madman. For exa- for instance, can you guess what his dream job is? He says it's to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> What Mate, the fuck is... How are they trying to... How they, this? I don't know. How are they trying to sell you? Now, that you've, uh, now that you've read out the synopsis for Joker, can you read out <laughs> Wolfie's biography? I know who wrote well, this. So this, is not, wrote this is not a talent agency. This is just like Star Now or some <laughs> real shit thing that you can do It sounds free. like someone who doesn't... Who, English is not their first language, I'll be honest. It is. That doesn't sound great. Said Blakey, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> As if I would know that many words. <laughs> Have you got any work off this website? It's the worst bio I've ever read. To be honest, the bio seemed a bit long. Uh, it was my, it was my old man. There, there was a guy in Sydney that wrote it. I think he had um, a problem with cocaine. If I'm fucking honest, <laughs> he just rambled. I, I, I didn't put that up. I didn't solicit it, guys. I never went to Langtree's. Everything's a fucking lie. <laughs> I'm not part of this. <laughs> what about Russell Crowe? What can you tell us about him? Oh, yeah, maybe I can... Uh, we'll do the Russell show, the Russell story. But I, <laughs> I, uh, so you paid Russell Crowe and Russell rooted in a language. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> I, had to, I opened for Jim Jeffries. You wouldn't know it after seeing my act earlier on, but it fucking happened. But I, 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 I got to go into the green room with him and the manager was like, Wolf, we know you're a fuckhead. So whatever you do, when the big dogs come in, fucking toe the line... And be sensible, but I'm an alcoholic, so I didn't fucking heed those words. But <laughs> Russell, Russell Crowe came in. I met Russell Crowe, guys, and it didn't end well. No. And if you want to hear more, please sign up for my Patreon. <laughs> no, he came in, and I, I don't know, I was drunk. I thought I was talking to security, but it turns out they were NRL players. You, it's an easy mistake to make. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he was there and I I think he overheard me saying, I said, how the fuck was this guy ever the gladiator? He looks like a bin with hair on it. (laughs) 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 He he looks like a fucking farmer. I can't can't imagine how he overheard you. The loudest man in the room (laughs) coming from the second loudest man in the room. He looks like Con the Fruiterer now. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) And then rather than like... Couple of days. Rather than pay penance, they looked over and I was stealing meat from the, the platter and putting it in my jacket. So it's not been a good thing. But anyway, I did get to off open School lunches tomorrow, just an anti-pass. <laughs> yeah. The kids Chief finally didn't have peanut butter sandwiches, which is a big See, no-no. And what, and, and what did Russell do? He left. See, that story needed a bit more, right? If, if he'd punched you or if he'd given you cocaine, that would have made it a big yeah, better story, yeah. I think. If you well, could have made that shit up. You could have headbutted you. That would have been a story, but he did nothing. So I could just go and went nowhere. Yeah, so well, <laughs> mate, uh, where we'll was was the story. Uh, so where, where were you ten minutes ago? I need some help with my story being punched up, brother. <laughs> where? What happened with Russell Crowe? That that I thought that was a good enough story. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, whatever, man. You're a fu- you're a star. No, no, big deal for me. I'm not. None. It's not nothing to do. I was just because I, you know, Russell. He's, you know, he's hot. He's a hot head. I was not like, it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna say, I was like, and then he stabbed me in the throat, and then my, and then I had to go and support Jim Jeffries, and my blood was coming out of the Oh, head. yeah, yeah, that's funny. That would have been a fucking good story. <laughs> he, he, he didn't feel. He didn't need, feel the need to hurt me. I've hurt myself enough. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah. I met Russell Crowe. He saw me stealing meat. The end. What do you mean? <laughs> I called him a bin with hair on it. It's incredible. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it is that's funny. A, it's got everything, really, besides the punchline. Let's go back to your, your stupid yeah. goat story. Where the fuck? Yeah, that? I thought people would jump in on it. If, you, <laughs> if you'd had a goat, if you'd said, like, Russell Crowe walked in with a goat, and then he slowly started starting meat, then there's something to build on. Man, oh, once okay. we finish workshopping this podcast, it's going to be fucking sweet. Look, you know what? <laughs> now, I'm now. feeling jealous. I want to tell a story that's going to bomb. Can oh, I do that yeah, now? Go, yeah. go, go. So, Blakey, you're, you're on Dry July. I've been trying to not drink for a little bit because this is what happened the last time I really got on one. I went to Tasmania for the weekend. With and Russell as we were flying back, we had a 9pm flight, last flight out of Hobart Airport. We're at the airport. Flight gets delayed. It's like half an hour after it's meant to take off. And then over the speakers, they're like, we need people to volunteer to get off this flight and get on a 6am flight tomorrow. And, uh, you know, does anyone want to do that? And, like, obviously no one does Were the Arabs who said that? (laughs) (laughs) We need people to volunteer to get off the plane. (laughs) Yeah, I was translating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they just say that. No no movement happens. My girlfriend goes up to the front of the line and it's kicking off because I hadn't said this over the speakers, but they're like, we need 15 of you to volunteer to go off this flight or we are not leaving. And all the people are like, well, are you going to cover our like transfers to and from the com and back to the airport? And they're like, no. And so everyone's like, well, we're not fucking doing it then. We're at the airport for two and a half hours, just yeah. in this standoff. The bar we're about to close, they just like, they're packing up to go home. People just start going up and they're like, nah, cunt, a pint, thanks. So then they're... They just, we just get maggot, right? We just get blind because we're like, this flight is never taking off. Finally. He's definitely going to bomb. <laughs> finally, it take, we, we get on the plane, right? We're on the plane after two and a half hours. We get on. The flight crew, when we're on the flight, everyone's like fucked off. We get on and the flight crew are like, sorry about the delay, everyone. Um, not sure if they told you what was going on at the gate, but uh, we actually had a crew member who was feeling a bit sick. So that's why we've had the delay. And everyone's looking around the flight going like, fucking don't lie to us. So it's like we've been drinking at the airport, we're drinking on the plane. We land in, back in Melbourne. I forget that I've driven to the airport and left my car in the long-term car park. Yeah, I've done that. And yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> so now I have to get an Uber back home and get up the next morning. Like, my friends who I was with are texting me going like, oh, man, work is fucking brutal today after being yeah. so drunk. I'm like, yeah, the Sky Bus isn't a fucking trip in the park, if you can fucking believe that. So I had to do, like, the ultimate walk of shame, getting the sky, getting on the Sky Bus with just nothing, just getting on the Sky Bus. Yeah. And there's, like, families with their bags, like, all excited to go to Disney World and whatever. Just me by myself, just using it as an actual form of fucking public transport. I don't know if you've ever gone to the airport for any reason that's not a trip, but fuck me, it's grim. Like, getting the Sky Bus and then mm. getting a tran- and then transferring onto the bus to the long-term car park, which is like, plenty of people have commutes where they have to like change lines and stuff, but no one's doing the Sky Bus to the fucking long-term car park. Yeah. And then yeah, just getting there and fucking having a. That was more of a complaint, really. That. Yeah. 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 But let a bit of steam out. It it did what it said on the tin. It fucking bombed. So there you go. Now we've all had. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling better about my story. (laughs) And the goat killed. Yeah. Me and Akmal haven't bombed with the story yet. I think we're. Give it time. We're the last man standing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll go. Although they've got nothing, so maybe I'm out now. So. <laughs> You're the chair. So you, you did all your bombing in the stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, get, get them your Langtree we story. Just, we, we just had well, what, 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 what story? Like, what, what, what's the category? What Are we talking about flights or goats? Or Russell Crowe with a goat? I don't know. I just <laughs> had someone side of stage give us a signal of wind this up, and I couldn't tell whether they work here or they're just an audience <laughs> member. <laughs> being, I'll tell you a quick story about being absent-minded, and, and I'm really absent-minded. And, and, and you're talking about forgetting that the fact that you've parked your car... I did a gig in Sydney, in the city, and I went and I got and I parked in this place. It was like really expensive, like $24 an hour or something, but I had no choice. I had all to right, park. Huh? He's trying to say, all right, mate, we've all got shit going on. Yeah. But it didn't work. No, that and didn't uh, now bad, you're yeah. with the rest of us four who had stories yeah, yeah. that bombed. <laughs> um, <laughs> now it's <laughs> getting weird. It's getting weird. No, but I understand where you're coming from, where you just forget shit. Anyway, I did the gig. I came out and 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 I went to the parking uh, place and it was closed because it was like after midnight. So I had to ring them for them to come. Especially the guy had to wake up out of bed and he says <laughs> it's going to cost you two hundred and eighty dollars for us to open the parking station. And I said, well, I got no choice. I have to take my car back. And he came in. I waited two hours. He opened the station. I walked in and it was the wrong station. <laughs> 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 my car was in a different station. <laughs> That's it, you know. Oh, no, last man standing. Yes. Quick in, quick out, punchline. Move well, on. Yeah. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> I think so much is, to learn. I think tonight's been a competition to see who's the biggest fuckwit, and I've won. Yeah. yeah. Is it um? Is it too late to go into a lockdown and not do this gig? <laughs> you can go back in time. Carl, yes. it's now your time to no. the tile of fire. We, we have to wrap it up. We actually have, we have we've got to get it. Got to get out of here because the, the but we never heard the actual story. I know, but we're not going to hear it because fucking. We'll wait for until the midnight report. tonight. Until well, I think we can all agree. Two years, it was worth the wait, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Once we get a big laugh, then we'll wrap it up. Okay, forty-five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's typical comedians. Eh? I can't no, get off. Until we I have get to. We're, we're getting wound up because someone there's a band coming in here later, and I did check their Facebook page, and they have a total of three hundred and forty likes. So should be a big show in here. So. Uh, <laughs> We have to get them. There's more people here than there is likes on this cunt's fucking Facebook page. But anyway, we have to get out. So sorry. Sorry for filling your fucking venue. Uh, so it was only a matter of time before you turned on the yeah. venue or the sound guy. How dare you be so mean to the lovely staff that have been nice. No, they are so. great. They I've got another quick story. Yeah. If you want me to. Take as long as you want. I no, don't no, fucking I'm run this venue. Because we travel a lot, right? We travel all the time and weird shit happens. I had a guy in January. I was on yeah, my. I think you should stand for this. I am standing. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. I don't need a lot of leg room. That's the other thing when they go. Oh, we've upgraded you to the emergency exit row. <laughs> Enjoy the leg room. Get fucked. I don't need. A, I'm happy in the overhead compartment. <laughs> I've done that too. And then you see some seven foot guy walking down the aisle, looking at you like you can't. How dare you? That's right. I'm going. Eh, I can't touch the front seat. <laughs> Sucked in. <laughs> But no, I, I, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I just weird things do happen when you travel. I must admit, and I'm and I lie a lot. I try to lie, you know, but I'm not good at it. I'm like Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! It <laughs> is an absolutely true story. I'm not making a word of this up. These couples sit next to me, and as soon as they sit down, we hadn't taken off, and he sits down and he goes. Uh, as soon as he goes, get out, mate. How you going? I said, good, thanks. He goes, uh, first time to Tassie. I said, no, I've been there before. He goes, oh, yeah, work or holiday? I said, um, work. I'm working at the University of Hobart there. He goes, oh, yeah, what do you do? I thought, if I said comedian, I'm 
just going to keep going. I sure. don't have the energy. I'll say the most boring thing that comes into my mind. I said, I'm in computers. <laughs> I'm very unlucky with shit like that. To which he says, really? That's a coincidence. I'm actually a lecturer in computer science. Uh. And my wife is a programmer. I thought, oh, fuck. This is going to be a long flight. <laughs> and he goes, so can I ask, what are, you, what are you doing for the university? I went blank. I, went, I don't know anything about computers. <laughs> All I could think of to say was, well, I'm changing this system over. <laughs> 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 to which he says, what? You're changing this system. What system are they using? Can I ask? <laughs> so, well, they're using the old system. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm changing it to the new one. Man, that was a long flight. <laughs> I'm just not a good liar. Never been a Comedians generally are just yeah, shit yeah. liars. Eh? Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone keep coming back to me? I'm not giving you Bro, the Bro, we want to end the podcast. Just tell us how you fucked it, Langley. <laughs> At the end of the gig, we're going to finish the gig now. There's merch on sale. If you buy a shirt, you hear the Wolfie Langtree story. Oh, right? yes. the, uh, if you buy a shirt, be a holder as well, please. When a comedian is reluctant to tell a story, you know it's going to be really good. Absolutely. And highly How come? You were, you were so happy about this story at midnight last night. You were so wrapped in it. You are like, prompt me. Get me to tell the story. All I can say is I'm a new father, guys. So. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're happy to give it to them. Yeah. yeah. Your new father sounds like they've replaced you with the old father. <laughs> Look at you. This is your new father. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, we have to finish this show because we have to get replaced by someone who's worse at music than we are at comedy. <laughs> so. Impossible. Which is a big ask. <laughs> I think we'll have less likes on our page than that band by the end. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we've got to wrap it up. Big round of applause. Akmal, yes. Andrew Wolf, Brett Blake. Thanks very much for coming, and we'll see you next time. See you, see you mate. Mate. And they've done it again. Oh, yet again in Perth. Mm. Thank you, Perth. Thanks to everyone in Perth that came out to the show. Thank you for holding on to your tickets. Thanks for the last minuters. Thanks to everyone involved. Thanks to the Rosemount Hotel and um, their beautiful meals. We uh, mm-hmm. we stuck around for, well, we got there early for lunch. And uh, that weird thing where you get there early to a gig and you sit there and uh, you're eating lunch and talking and then you gradually feel... All the listeners turn up and sit around you as yeah, you're yeah, yeah. sitting there. But Just um, like going, oh, look, there's a guy in a T-shirt. Oh, yeah. he's here pretty early. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, we're surrounded by them yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. 15 minutes till showtime. Yes. So You um, had double meals at the pub, though. I did. Did I? Yes. Didn't you get a pizza on the way out? Yeah, I think I... I don't think I ate the whole thing, but yes. I did. Yes. I couldn't decide... What to have for lunch So then I thought I'll get two of them I'll just stretch it out mm-hmm. Have that for dinner But uh, No Palmer's, Palmer's were excellent Yeah So thanks to everyone At the Rosemount Thanks to everyone um, At Oasis Comedy Club Because we did gigs there As yep. well yep. Give a little shout out Because they're our mates Brendan um, and Sharky that's Running it. a great little operation Up there Upstairs at the Brisbane Hotel Yes We um, we had a lot of fun up there You did your solo up there as well Nice mm. little If you're going to go to comedy In Perth regularly Go, go down to the our mates there, they're officially endorsed by us. I, I told say. the story about my quote-unquote mother-in-law mm. coming to my show. Yes. And uh, my girlfriend was telling me that her mum had relayed that um, once she'd said that to the manager of the bar, not our friend, but like the manager of the actual yes. venue, he uh, brought them, brought her and her friend a uh, complimentary glass of champagne. Oh. Just for being mother-in-law of someone who's performing in his venue. That's uh, He obviously was... <laughs> 
trying to get rid of some champagne. <laughs> or he likes what he sees. Oh. And he wants to be my new future stepdaddy in Yeah, Lord. okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Because, uh, yeah, I, I get the feeling that they're not always that generous, those people. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. Well, so maybe that good. was the reason. But in yeah. any case, you know, so if you turn up there and tell the guy behind the bar that mm. you're the mother-in-law of someone performing, yep. who knows, you might get a free drink out maybe. of it. Maybe. Well, not who knows, definitely. That's obviously what happens every time. Well, that's 100% of my experience. Yes. So, yeah, yeah give, so, it a, give it a crack. So we had fun there. But um, the uh, we, we were talking about the Rosemount. The, the, you know, we finally got there after 18 months or mm-hmm. whatever, however long this has been on. Um, I did mean to talk about this on the show. I don't mean to give scraps to um, to this from bit, the king's table. Yeah, but I was intrigued. The podcast by itself is the king's table, yeah. and then this is the this is the peasant section. This is the cutting room under. floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was intrigued by this that like you know, say we did the Athenaeum and, and we we saw you know we were on the stage of uh, of a venue where we had seen bands before. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like oh cool, we're sort of on that level or you know whatever. I went. Uh, I went maybe a month or so after we did uh, that show at the Athenaeum, mm. and I saw Cruel Intentions the musical. Oh, well, that's us. And it was very much, yeah. I mean, it's like when you're seeing something at a venue you've performed at, mm. and you just you can just visualise where they're all sitting backstage. Yes, what it actually looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very funny to me the idea of like these people in these like skimpy. 90s cruel intentions outfits just in that like yeah. just disgusting green room <laughs> underneath yeah, yeah, yeah. the stage <laughs> you're the uh you're the ryan gosling mm. a couple of months back um philippe oh ryan philippe that's right sorry um could hear all the teen girls that listen to this going yes. ape shit about that mistake yes i was reese and um reese with a spoon and uh a lot of the you know what you know what i got intrigued by in that venue at the, at the rosemount is that mm-hmm. um so many cover bands mm-hmm. go through there but then i was like fuck is this what's happened like because of lockdown everywhere else and perth was the only place that was open so they needed to just keep having live music did they i wonder if that created cover bands like over in perth they uh... can't fly anyone in and instead of like they got sick of like perth originals or or there wasn't that many anyway so it's like we are with comedians. It's like, oh, Perth bands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. But I wonder if that's that's like, oh, well, you know, we've got two years where no bands can fly in. Let's just make our own version, our Aldi version of those bands. My guess would be that you're right in a sense, but it actually stretches back further than that because a lot of stuff that tours that comes oh, out yes. here internationally just won't go to Perth anyway yes. because it's like an extra right. leg that you've got to it's tack like another on. Country. It's like a full day of travel mm. and then a full day back and you like yep. you always see like bands will come out here and just do Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane yep. and that's that. So I think Coast. you're right in the sense that they've created their own little ecosystem but I think it stretches back further than right. COVID. But that is Double funny in and of now. itself. It's like, yeah, no one's coming here yeah. so we just have to have more cover bands because yeah. this is literally the only way of seeing them. Yes. When you put it that way, like it is funny that cover bands exist in a city where bands tour all the time. Like the idea of any cover bands being in Melbourne, yeah. it's like we can get the real deal you know, whenever we want. Well, this is what, this is, no, and look, I probably should have jammed this in the show, but I did find it very interesting in that you looked at the cover bands and it's not like the Rolling Stones or whatever, mm. or the Beatles or something that, you know, you can't get to otherwise. It was just all these weird, like, I mean, there was did like... you make, I saw a Ripper one that I actually loved the name of. Oh, well, it might be one of the ones I've okay. got here, but we'll yeah. see. Um, but like, well, for starters, there's, there's... There was big bands, big cover bands, mm. and then there was ones where you go, fuck, 
this is sort of weird because then there'd be original bands playing at that venue. Yep. And you go, fuck the lines are getting blurred here. Okay. Because like there was like in terms of like they had a Paramore cover band. Okay. Called Paraless. Very okay. nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Because I quite like that bit where like if you have a co- cover band, you're not only going like you know a, a, like a pun or a play on words or whatever. But you're actually letting them know you that you're con- not the real deal. Absolutely, you have yeah. to convey the idea yes. that you're, and that's that's the per- that kind of is the perfect one. Yes, because there's a Kiss cover band called Kiss Troya. Yes, which is sort of that's doing the opposite of that. Yeah, because Kiss Troya is almost like a cooler name than Kiss. Yes, it's like we're going to destroy Kiss. Well, there's, there's like, there was, well, uh, there, was an, there was an album called Destroyer. Right, that's why. But still, um, yeah. yeah, it's still a bit. It's still I don't know the yeah, implication it's not, there. It's not letting you know exactly what's going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that that is good. So. I like that phenomenon of like a slightly fake because there's like Lincoln Park cover bands. There's like there's a bunch of bands where I'm like, fuck, does anyone would anyone go to watch the Real Deal or whatever mm. of these bands? Lincoln like, Dog Park. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's worse than a park? Yeah. What's like what's below a park? Well, they didn't Lincoln have a, Reserve. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's perfect. Lincoln Reserve. Because they are the reserves. Yeah. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's double meaning. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> there you go. Lincoln Reserve. That's great. Because their their cover band name was, I think, <laughs> Hybrid Theory, which is just a name That's of one of their the albums. Of an album. I hate that. I yeah. hate when it's just named after an album or a yeah. song. That gives me the shits. There you go. Lincoln Reserve. That's beautiful. But then there was like bands like, there's the Animals, the Charlatans and Helmet that are played there where you go, oh, these cover bands? No, they're the real ones. The actual ones. bands? They're the real yep. ones. And you're okay. Like, Fuck, you must be, there must be confused punters that come there and go, is this the real, mm-hmm. and also it must be a little bit depressing when you helmet and you go there and you go, oh, there's, I'm playing just after Paraless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, fuck, am I, like, that's how, that's how you find out where you are on the dog, you know, in, in the chain of events. What is the most, like, what's the sort of lowest profile band with a cover band? That's well, interesting. That's, well, that's what I was, that's what I was looking at. I mean. Look, there's oh, look. The Stone Roses had one called the Stoned Posers. I guess that works because yeah, they're posing. It's all right. They're yeah, posing yeah. As, yeah, that's that's not bad. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, look, Oasis had a good one. Mm. No Oasis. Mm, okay. That works. Yep. That works. Now the one I think you're probably thinking of that you saw the poster of, maybe. Mm. I hope. Well, I hope it's not because I hope you've got a better. I hope one. we've got a second one. Yeah. Yeah. System of a Down. Uh no. No. System of a Down Under. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. So good. <laughs> that is really good. Because that's but also... But in Perth, imagine needing a System of a Down cover band. Yeah. Well, because what's awesome about that is that that's not really doing... It sort of is and it isn't doing what we're talking about. Like, they're oh. not going like where the... But it's like, hey, just I by saying that we're the Australian version, that yes. lets you know. Yes. That we're a bitch. We're significantly... They're yes. not commenting on the quality. But it also adds to the, the other flip side of it is that, okay, you can do that style of like saying you're not that band, but here's the band. Mm. But then there's the whole tradition of, you know, ABBA down... The ABBA experience yeah, down yeah, under. Yeah. You know, the, the, the blah, blah version down under. So yeah. I love that. System of an up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they had gone the opposite and gone, nah, yeah. fuck it, we're better than these guys. System of a write down. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the one you're thinking of? What's the one you're No, no, of? that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so it is. It yeah. is the one. Okay. Um, I wish, fuck, I, I wish I could remember more of the lyrics of their big song because it's, so by being System of a Down Under. Yeah, yeah, I wish I could remember because it's like, are they doing that in an Aussie accent? Wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
doing Why don't you put on a little makeup? Why don't you put on a little makeup? I don't think you trust in my self-righteous neck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd like to think. I mean, I feel like if it's if the name of the cover band is something that's like that right. specific and thematic. So you It's disappointing if you don't right. leave, if that's just a name. So you think it's not that could easily communicate to people. This isn't just a cover band. Every song of System of a Down has been Australianized. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because if it was System A weird Al Yankovic of Australia. Exactly. Right. If it was System of a Down Down Under. Oh yeah. Then yeah, you'd yeah. go, okay, well this is just right. this just happens to be happening in Australia. Okay. But the fact that you've changed the name to System of a Down Under, yeah. that to me says this is now an Australian right. band. Right. So <laughs> singing in Australia. Instead of all accent. instead of all Armenian looking people up on stage, it's they they all had very distinctive hair and, and yep. facial hair and stuff. They're all just got the corks on their hats up yes, exactly. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind that at all. Yeah. Pretty that good. Is, that is funny. Oh damn. We could have used that in the show. I know. <laughs> it was on the list. We just didn't get to it. We didn't yeah. get to it. Because We're too busy trying to get blood out of a stone yeah. with Andrew Wolf. Well, we'll get to that, but very quickly I did because I, I was planning on talking about it, I did think of um, well, we did think of some names mm. uh, in terms of cover band names. I couldn't really think of a dum dum one, so I thought we'd go individually. So here's some of the ones we were thinking of in the green room. I thought of one for you. Oh well, we, hang on. I well, have one ready for you that I think. I, I mean, I'll still say it when we get to it. Okay. But I had definitely written it to play in the room to a live audience. Yes. And I think now sitting in front of you, right. it's going to play completely differently. Well. <laughs> Well, when you do your one that we already both know, I think that plays differently. Yeah, absolutely. We both heard it. <laughs> well, I did think very quickly. I did go uh, Brett Fake, the Brett Bl- the Brett Blake experience. That's good. See? Yep, and that- Fake would have to be spelled wrong as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's spell every one of those words wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, think of the poster and like the bees ran the wrong way and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I had one for myself. Mm-hmm. Same, same, but different. The Thailand Carl Chandler Tribute Act. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, or unless you want to do yours now. My one for you was um, Timey Kangaroo Downsport. Oh, yeah. But it's T-H-A-I. Yes. And yep. there's also the double meaning there because yep. of what you do over in Thailand with young boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I, for the, in the right, room, right, right. you know, that was just a bit of pandering That's to good. the audience of yeah, what yeah. they want to hear. No, I can appreciate But that. now just the two of us in my yeah, living yeah. room just staring that. into yeah. your eyes yeah. and saying that. <laughs> It's completely like, differently. I guess raping young boys is funny. Like you know, that's universal. Just fun chat on a Tuesday morning. I can cop that. Yeah, I can imagine people back home appreciating that. So yeah, for the yeah. show, I'm fine. Look, go it's down like, to the Rosemount now, guys. Yeah. Put your AirPods in and just stand in that room and listen to yeah. it. And, you know, just soak up the vibe that yes. I was going for. Yes. Uh, Talk like an Egyptian, the Australian Akmal show. Not too bad. I Not that's too good. bad at that's all. Yeah. And then your your suggestion, which was uh, Tiny Cancer. Mm. The, t- the Tommy Daslow slash Elton John combo show. Yes, exactly. I like that these are kind of all over the place stylistically where yeah. Brett's is like a play on his name and then the, a lot of the rest of them are just full sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage yeah. your next act. Yeah. Talk like an Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That works. That works. That's a great – I might – yeah, I might change – I, I might. I mean, I'm always saying I need another new stage name. Yeah. But if I had one that was just like a full lyric from a song, mm. please welcome to the stage. Mm. You know, you would have heard him on the Little Dum Dum Club and Filthy Casuals. Your yeah. next act, you're gonna love him. Please welcome <laughs> to the stage when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. <laughs>
<laughs> the Tommy Daslow experience. The Tommy Daslow experience, yeah. And it's me doing cover versions of my own material. Yes, you doing your own material and you're like, and people are like, yeah, this is just yours. It's like, no, no, no. It's a cover. Mm. Well, it does feel like that if you if you dust off an old bit that you haven't done for a long time yeah, and yeah, you kind of yeah. don't remember it. Yeah. You do get halfway through it and be like, you remember it killing back at the day in the day and it's like going fine and you're like, I just really feel like I'm doing an impression of someone else at the moment. Well, either that or, you know, when you do old stuff that's so old that it feels new. Like sometimes I'll hop oh, up yeah, and yeah. do really ancient gear and you go... Oh, that felt good. That was like, oh, yeah, that's new. That's I was new doing a bit again. of that this weekend. Yeah, I was doing some stuff I hadn't done for yeah. probably about three years. Yeah. Having a good time with it. Yeah. I um I thought I'd lost my fucking notebook in Perth and uh, managed to track it down. Mm-hmm. I left it at a venue in Fremantle. Oh. Brutal. Had to like call them up and be like, hey, I know this is really annoying, mm. but I hosted the show there on Thursday. I think I left my notebook behind. It's like, it looks like this. And she's like, oh, I'll go up and have a look. And then I'm uh, in my head, I'm like, this is so, I've lost it. This is so fucked. Yep. She gets back on the phone. She's like, yep, um, got it here. Um, mm. So, yeah, just we're open today. So, just, yeah, just come in whenever you want, I guess. Yep. And I'm at the airport when I make this yes. call. And I'm like, now, here's the really annoying yeah. thing. And I'm so sorry about this. Can you post it to me? And I'll I'll send you some money for, the, for all of it and the hassle and everything. And so, they're doing that for me. Oh, but great. Like, yeah. Right. I did almost think for a moment, because you guys were still there, and I was like, would there be a way of getting it to you and bringing it back? I was like, but wouldn't you? I'd rather go through the hassle of yeah. dealing with this venue than have another comedian have access yes. to my fucking notes. Absolutely. The, the fucking nightmare, leaving yep. a book behind at a gig and yep. having your peers look through it. Yes. Oh. I was going to say, yeah, wouldn't, because uh, uh, one of our friends does run a gig down there. In, uh, like, th- that's where you left that's it. That's where I, I left it, yeah. yeah but you couldn't, you couldn't hold on. Well, I'm going to have to get someone to post it yeah. one way or the other, so right. if the venue's happy to do it. Right. Um, now, uh, to close up one thing, Andrew Wolf, um, you may, I don't know, you may have been annoyed by that story. <laughs> we, like I, like <laughs> story's I, a strong word. Like I said on the show, <laughs> someone who vehemently said he would tell that story uh, at night and then the next day just was looked at me in shock shocked amazement that I would dare bring something like this up. It's and then like, he was telling it after the show to me and a listener and it was killing and he was like, oh, maybe I should have told it. Hey, I'm like, you are a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse. Yeah. Well, let's tell it. So what happened? <laughs> Wolfie Wolfie walked past uh, uh, that establishment. What's it called again? Langtree. Langtree's. And it was on fire and he raced in and, and say and look saved everyone mm. risked smoke inhalation to save everyone in the building to 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 bring everyone out and um yes yeah, so i don't know why i didn't want to tell yeah, him like, yeah, that he's is a real weird. real hero i yeah. mean look all the all uh, well i guess the kicker of the story was all the all the bodies w- w- were dead they were all dead so oh, right. so the real hero act really was that he went in there and um basically sort of ran the business kept it alive for 6 months and it was just a a male prostitute there for right. for six months, so um, and just fucked anyone for money that came in there. Right. I mean, you you remember Tommy? You remember when you were in there? That that was him. That, that was, was him. him. That was him. That was him. Wait, so I fucked him in the story? You, he sucked your dick. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was okay. Him. Yeah, I do remember that, that. Was that was that guy? Wait. Yeah. Did you go and get my notebook from Fremantle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went and got your dream diary. <laughs> yeah, my new bit. Imagine being sucked off by Wolfie. <laughs> <laughs> so we got there. So imagine being there live to hear that story, guys. 
that's uh, that's what happens. It's a real shame. Wolfie yeah. sucked off a lot of people in a uh, in a in a in a house of ill ill repute. He's a real hero. Yeah, he saved the business. He saved the charred remains of people mm-hmm. of uh, ladies of the night and uh, admin. But I can admin understand. People. I mean, yeah, hearing it again, like in the sober light of day, I mm. can kind of understand not wanting to tell it because it's like you know he's a pretty down to earth guy. Yeah. Didn't want it to sound like bragging. You want someone else to tell it like me just then. I think the fact that you were saying like you told this to me last night and Mm. asked me to bring it up, that just makes him (laughs) look like he's a real kind of like braggart and wanting the credit and, you know, he he wants to be a bit more modest and Mm. be like, it wasn't a big deal. Anyone would have done the same thing. Like, I'm not a hero. And boasting like he sucked everyone off for like months and months on him. Like, like, okay, you're obviously popular in there. You're obviously getting some repeat business in there. Mm. It's like... Yeah, you don't you don't want to you know really hammer it into the ground. Yes, this is how good I am at sucking exactly. off blokes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I can I can kind of understand it in that sense, mm. but um Yeah. I uh miraculously, I don't believe that I caught covid off him. Oh. I think you know who is crook off him? Who? Uh Brett Fake, the Brett Blake experience. Really? Yeah. I believe he's crook. Okay. So, yeah. Has he done a test? I have not heard that. All I heard was I got a text in the morning from him going, I'm fucked and it's thanks to your mate, fucking Wolfie. Fuck that guy. <laughs> this was the next day? Yes. The Sunday? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, the Monday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, all the rest of us seem to have avoided it. Yes. So maybe maybe it's got more to do with the Brett Blake lifestyle. Yeah. Well, also, maybe it's to do with the fact that we went out for dinner and... Got pr- and he had a very long day, Brett Blake. So I don't know if he can blame it on any illness or just his lifestyle choices because mm. he was off his head mm-hmm. and not as off his head as our friend Milan, but but close. Okay, so um, it might be just that. Hopefully, Perth baby. We nearly got kicked out of uh, Rockpool thanks to the behaviour of some of our some of the guests of the party. Great, and uh, just me having to some or most uh, some. <laughs> Out of five, there was five of us. Yeah, I would say mainly Milan with with nice little support from Brett Blake. Okay, but mainly mainly Milan. Okay. If you've ever dreamed of being out on the tiles with Milan, um, this was the downside to it. Just it's hard work. It can be very hard work. It was very hard work. <laughs> Me doing a lot of apologising, explaining to to wait staff. If you if you're someone who has children and you're like God, I'd love to live oh. that lifestyle of going out with Milan. That would be. That would be amazing, but, you know, I can't live a life like that. I'm busy looking after my children. Yes. I actually don't think you're too far off. Yes. In your day-to-day life. Yes. Having to do babysitting. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it would also, like, I'm sure we've talked about this on the show before, maybe. <laughs> Me, you and him went to Rockpool once. Yep. And there was a lot of colourful language floating around the table. Mm. And there was a guy next to us on yep. a, some sort of anniversary date with his uh, girlfriend. We told the story on an episode with uh, Tom Ballard and Sonia Diorio, I believe. Right. 2019, probably. Right. If you want to go go hear it. It had happened like the night before. So if you want to go hear us tell it, fret, hot off the presses. Right. But yeah, we nearly got bashed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think mainly you nearly got bashed because I think for whatever reason, the guy came over and just decided you were the one he was going to take on. Right. And then it was... Then it was I, I don't think I even knew what was going on, but Milan was doing a lot of sweet talking that night and he talked him off the, the bashing ledge for some reason. Yeah, I think it was it was funny that it wasn't even the staff. It was just a fellow patron yes. being like, fuck, I've had it with this. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he walked over and sized us all up and went, 
I reckon I can take Daslo. All right, I'm going to go him. For some reason, he, he sends yeah, it on you. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think I happened to be, like, we'd all been being boisterous, but I happened to be in full flight at right. the moment that he came over. Right. So, right, I, was, right. so I was like, in his You'd head, let, I was like, like the culprit of all of it. You dropped the last C-bomb, so it was yeah. like, right, we'll start here. I think C bomb. I don't. I think C bomb probably would have been preferable <laughs> given what we were doing. I have well, a vague memory of what we were doing, and yeah, I think C bomb's probably yes, preferable. It's all rolling back to me now. Yeah, no. So speaking of cover bands, there was a bit of song parody work yeah, going on yeah, at the right, table, right, which right. I think was right. more the issue than the actual language right, was right. the uh, <laughs> not just the specific words, just like the overall kind of tone and vibe. Well, I think I, the, all those memories came rolling back to me because. That was all happening that night. Like it was, it was very full on coming from Milan, and I was like, I was trying to get us moved. And I Mil- got us- Milan's such a fucking smooth brain that he's got his restaurant that he loves in Melbourne, and then you go to Perth and just go to the same restaurant. And in yes. Perth, it's like it's such a pain in the ass to get to yes. from where you guys were staying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was excellent though, but yeah. we did get moved. Like I got us moved. Slash, they probably should have moved us anyway. Well, the difference is because. Milan goes to the one at um he in Melbourne at Crown mm. pretty regularly and most of the staff know him. Yeah. And they know he's a generous tipper. Yeah. They know what they're in for, mm. so they're kinda like all right, they yeah. can maneuver you properly. Yeah. But Perth's a, it's a completely yeah. it's untested ground. And I think Milan would have been on better behaviour in in Melbourne. For sure, yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm on holiday, fuck this place, fuck everyone. You'd like to think there's a name that goes into the booking database in Perth and it's just like it's linked up across all the rock pools. Yeah. So it's just like a little like a, a little like red mark comes up and then they have to call Melbourne yeah. and go, Can't you, so you flagged this booking that we've got for Sunday night. Yeah. What's that all about? Well, and they're this like, well. <laughs> this is, man, this is what happened. We go, we got moved where I was like, we really, I kept requesting, I went, there was two different wait stuff where I was like, you really need to move us. Like there's going to be trouble. <laughs> like it's really in your best interest. Just dobbing on yourself. That's so good. Oh, we were like, there was kids like yeah, next to us and the stuff. thing it's where like, you're like, it's bad now and it's only going to get worse. Yes, and yeah. you could see heaps of tables that were free and they're like, no, mm. we're completely booked up. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, bring someone, just swap someone to here. It's There's going to be trouble. And so the second wait stuff was like, oh, okay, I'll see what I can do. And I think in that time, as it all came off, maybe the first request was too early in the night. After that, they've then seen everything at play and gone right <laughs> it's like the guy coming back from the future and being like yeah i need you to kill this guy in the present day because yes. he grows into a monster yes <laughs> we were baby hitler yeah. yeah so then we eventually got and she and the, the, the lady was very very nice about it and came along and went oh great news and this has opened up and and then brought us over to our own special room and we're like oh my god this is the best like it's clearly like a sort of a bit of a VIP special room mm. but it was more like I think they just put us in there going right we can close the door here yeah 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 so, soundproof yeah, yeah 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 so but well that's the thing so then so Milan's carrying on so much and you know he's great fun we love him and great it's all I love this too where it's like this happens a bit in life where you you've you've now got a better room because you're behaving badly yes like you're you're rewarded for doing the worst possible thing you can. Yes, yes. So this this waiter, this guy brings us into this, this special room. And we're like excited going, oh my God, we get our own room. and mm. This is so cool. Great. And I'm like, thank you so much. And then the guy closes the door and Milan just ups the behavior by screaming at him, now get me a beer, cunt. <laughs> I did and see a video on Milan's Instagram and I was like, where the fuck are they? Yeah. Like it, that... Now I know it's that, pro- it, but it looked like you'd 
you'd all gotten your own hotel room or yes. something. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so as soon as we go there, he literally, like, and he thinks that for some reason this room is soundproofed. It's not. It just has a door, mm. a sliding door. Yeah. Not very soundproofed at all. So then immediately, and I just go, oh my God. And immediately the door reopens. The waiters come back in and go, hey, listen, we've really done you a favor here. We've given you like this really good oh, room. Oh, you've been told off. Yeah. Oh, God. We've, we've given you this really good room. You've requested to be moved. We've done that. We've given you the best room. Mm. And look, on top of that, yes, we were getting complaints about your behavior already. So then we've done all this nice thing for you. And then you're doing this? Is that what's going on? And I'm like, yep, yep, that's what's happened. I'm really sorry. Bump, bump, bump. God. Just the worst. Just being humiliated by yeah, the waiters. Yeah. And it's like... We're going to end up paying you a lot of money for yep. this dinner, and then we're just getting our bums. You have to either, smacked. yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to tip even more now <sighs> as well. Like just ratcheting up the, yeah, the cost. Yeah. Oh well, it's good to get out of the state and have some different experiences. Fucking hell! <laughs> oh man, it was so bad. And, and then just, then just the thing of like people getting told off, and then people sulking, and you know all the rest of it. It's like I oh love, yeah, God. being being told off by a, yeah, like a waiter or someone in charge when you are doing the wrong thing, and then yeah. they're like this fucking cunt. It's like, yeah. oh man, like just yeah. you know, you it's very humbling, but get you know, me a beer, cunt. Yeah, like <laughs> you got that. You got to do that. You know what I mean? You got to have your fun there. Yeah, it's not. The day's not a complete lock. If the worst thing that happens is you just have to tone it down from here, yeah, you've had a pretty good run. We like should. you, it's like you carried on and you got your own private room. Yep. And it's like you've hit the ceiling. It's not like <laughs> you can keep carrying on in there and then just be getting exponentially better yeah. and better rooms. It's like they have nowhere else to put you now. We got we we moved too quickly. <laughs> we went from the bar in that in that the terrible hotel we were staying at. It, we, we were drinking in there, mm. and then we've gone from level one to level eleven, and yep. nothing in between. Yeah, so sure. Our behavior sure. was still. Happening from level one. It was still right. happening from the, the seasons of Perth yep. bar where literally either homeless people or um, close to were mm. coming in and drinking at tables next to us. And like there was a guy that was just heckling me as I was drinking because like Milan's like, you know, shoving him down. Yep. I was just nursing like a cocktail mm-hmm. because I was working as well. Mm-hmm. And this guy just keeps coming up to me going, hey, mate. Are you going to marry that cocktail or what? <laughs> <laughs> and so he does that. He comes past, says that. That's a keen eye. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's a good, you've got a good retort there because clearly he's just been sitting there, what, like just watching you yes. drink for 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, So we're going back and forth, but he just, but he gets a big laugh from that, mm. from Milan. And so he just keeps going with it. Like every five minutes you go, you proposed to that beer yet, mate? Or <laughs> yeah, that's you good. You got a ring on that beer? Yeah, the whole storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole thing. childhood sweetheart. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And it's come from a guy in high vis. It's like, mm. fucking hell, Jesus Christ. So I'm then having to play along. And go, yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and just a bit of foreplay. And I go, check this out, mate. And I go to drink it. And then I go, nah, I might. No, I like them hot, actually. Yeah, that's good. I think I'll just put this in the microwave, actually, mate. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you marry it then? Yeah, yeah, we did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, okay, he's back. Okay. He's doing old material. Yeah. No, no, he was. Oh, he had fresh. to rotate through the mix. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Like, it was like us, you know, hop up doing old material and going, oh, this feels new. This I haven't done good. this for yeah, five yeah, minutes or not. I put this back in the rotation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, that's Perth, baby, as they say in the classics. Yeah. And as they also say in the classics, yes. if you want uh, more content, you can get on patreon.com slash little dum dum club. You can support the show, which we greatly appreciate. Mm. You get yourself two bonus episodes every week with special guests. 
And uh, you go into the lucky draw to have your name read out and immortalised in this part of the show, the Stuart Hall of Fame. Stuart Hall of Fame. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber First Cab Off The Rank this week. Thank you very much to Stephen Bates. Stephen Bates. Yeah, or, I mean, you know, as he was known when he was a child. Little Stephen Bates? No. <laughs> no. Baby Bates. No. Um, Are you playing with goo, me? Goo Goo Are you playing with me? Is this cover band for Stephen Bates? <laughs> well, you know, he might be trans, so he could have been Miss Bates then. Okay. Right. No, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Thank it's you. Master Bates. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, could have done this on stage as well in Perth. That would have You'd been have good. You'd have to get pretty unlucky to be like... You know, having that name, you know, it's there, it's in plain sight, mm. the Master Bates, but it's like, yep. yeah, I don't think I ever got referred to as Master when I was growing up. Mm. You know, the bad luck to have that name and then be like, I guess what, at a at posh enough school where they would refer, I mean, I went to a posh You'd school have- and they didn't call us Master. Yeah, you wouldn't, yeah, but at some stage someone's got to come along and go, hey, you know what? sometimes in history has happened. Mm. Someone has called, you know, Mr. Mm. There's a junior version of that. Master. <laughs> Which, why, why is there? I don't know. Why is there a baby's version of Mr.? It's yeah. so dumb. And also. What's the cutoff age? And also, you, you're calling a child like, oh, we can't call you Mr. We have to call you Master, which is the junior version of But then Master means the fucking king. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. The best at something. Yeah. What are you the fucking best at? Well, I only ever heard it referred to in like kind of... um. Not derogatory, but like kind of making fun. Right. Like me and my girlfriend will say it a lot about her nephew. If it's like he's kicking off, it's like, oh yes, little master was not happy about right. having to have his dick. You know, in yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. that kind of sense, mm. I never hear it used. It's not and a normal like, thing to say now. Yeah, the, yeah, those like women's magazines have those bits where people will write in yes. about their kids, and it's like little miss and little master. Mm. So it's I only ever hear, hear it used like yeah in a derogatory sense. Never right. in it's like actual. Oh. Here's Master. Yeah, was there, there was a column in New Idea or Woman's Day when I was a kid when I used to read Mum's Women's Magazine. Yep. And there was a column called Mere Male. Yes. Do you ever yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Do you remember I that? remember Mere Male. Yeah. And it, and it was all like, oh, hubby fucking yeah. did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hubby, I walked in the bathroom, hubby had his dick stunk, stuck in the sink <laughs> and it was stunk. like <laughs> dick stuck in the, in, the, in the plug hole and it's yeah. like, oh, you said it needed to get washed. Yeah. Oh, bloody MM. And they used to always go, like, it was very confusing as like a seven-year-old reading this. Mm. And it it was called mere male. And I just did not know what that meant. I didn't know what the concept of something being mere Was there, I want to say, I was about to say that there wouldn't be the equivalent version of this, but there surely must have been in one of the lads mags somewhere in the world. Like an equivalent. Dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me miso. But it would just all be really specific, like car shit. DB (laughs) wandered in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the miso doesn't know the difference between this part of the car and this part of the car. Dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do do remember getting... um, an FHM for the first time when I was a kid, right. a, a lads mag, mm. and looking through the bikini pics, and then in the back there would be a section where it was like I don't remember there being any any anything like that, but right. I do remember a column that was just like guys needing help with like picking up, oh yeah, and just being like 
The front oh, of the mag, it's all blustered. Like, it's like, like that's not the first thing you went to. Come on, man. <laughs> Straight away. That's what you bought it for. No, I'm going to the skimpy pictures of uh, Alison Hannigan oh, from yeah, American yeah, Pie. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was funny that you've got all this bluster up the front of the mag. Yeah. It's like, fucking check all this shit out. And then yeah, by the time yeah. you get to the back end, it's just the spirit's been completely crushed by looking at all these hot women. And you've just yeah. realized, like, I could never pick up. I could yeah. never be with one of them. Right. I need help from just whoever the editor of this magazine is right. <laughs> to tune chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Writing into a magazine to get your picking up advice. Yeah. That's real. Having to wait, like, not only having to wait a long time to get the response, but mm. then it's public too. Yeah. Like, the only way you can hear back yeah, but is if this gets read by everyone who's reading the magazine. I mean, you've worked in showbiz. I would say majority of those would be written by the writers. Oh, sure. I but I mean, back yeah. at the time, yeah. when I'm buying that, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. along for the ride. I remember. So you, do you think it's maybe the same with Mia Mail and Little Miss? And, I imagine those are probably legit. I reckon they're probably enough, legit. Like, yeah. yeah. There might be a few. In, might, might have been a few made up, maybe, because like they're all pretty jokey. Like, the child ones used to annoy the fuck yeah. out of me. Because it's like, oh, yeah, we were watching TV and, uh, you know, Little Master... Brackets three. They've always got to put the age in. No, there. no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Now, do you remember? Now, they, like I said, me and male, they were mm. called MM. Every yeah. bloke was called MM. Yep. Every fucking dumb forty-year-old <laughs> cunt who couldn't wipe his ass properly was called <laughs> yep. MM, right? But the kids' version. So like these women writing in, dunking on their husbands, dunking on their kids. It's like yeah. your life sounds shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're excited about a magazine coming out once yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, over in Ralph. <laughs> Dumb bitch was writing to Woman's Day again about the time I didn't wipe my ass properly. Shut up! I'm so lonely. How yeah. can I meet someone else? <laughs> so the 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 kids' version was mm. um, were they called Little Miss Little Master? That's the one that I remember. Yeah. I reckon they maybe they turned into that from. I reckon they used to be called. Everyone was called by their age. I do remember it would be a little, like, the column would be called Little Miss or whatever, but it would be, like, then the person writing the story would be, like, Little Miss 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. what they're called. Master 8 and Little yeah, Miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ma- little Miss 3. Maybe that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it, right. But I just remember every time reading them, and it would be this story that's meant to be really funny, that's like, oh, yeah, and then the kid came in and it didn't know what this was, and it's like, yeah, it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> its yeah. brain is developing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a fu- yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't know. Parents love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like as I get older and see friends with kids, it's like I can understand it a bit more. But yeah. just at the time, being driven crazy yeah, by yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, just put another fucking crossword on this page. This yeah, is yeah, like a boring <laughs> read. No, it is funny. Like I mean, I do. I I, I tend to try and save it from talking about on here because it's it's a bit like that. But like you know, definitely me and my wife do a bit of, you know, oh, this is what she said today. Mm. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That I mean. It's a, fu- funny, it's, a, it's funny a three-year-old th- saying something that really a 40-year-old normally right, says. Right, absolutely. Yeah, like a, a kid say the darndest thing kind of thing. But I remember yeah. the, the Little Miss and Little Master. It was it was literally always a fundamental lack of understanding about mm, something. It was like, yeah. get a load of this. We were in the supermarket for the first time and the kid didn't know what a supermarket is. Yeah, it's like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you've never taken it yeah. to a supermarket. Master one shit his pants the other day. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> Little Miss Zero came scraw- <laughs> crawling out of my vagina and was weeping and covered in fucking blood and shit. <laughs> Got her ass spanked. <laughs> Writing that one in would be awesome. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, having said that, this, this is this is something funny my child did say, Blanket did say, ages ago now, quite a while ago, which was mm. funny. 
she, you know, still learning words. She still, she was still in the cot, mm. and she, for some reason, got the word. And you'll like this: got the words "come back" and "don't come back" mixed up. So she'd be screaming because she's alone in the room, and you'd come in, and she'd be like, "Don't come back!" And I'm like, "Okay," and I'd leave the room. No, 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 no! And you're like, and you walk back in. I'm like, "What's what's wrong? Don't come back!" Okay, I'm leaving, and you'd leave. She meant come back, but for some reason, just don't is don't just was automatically yeah. slipping out. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, so it was good. That's weird. But like beautiful to hear that from a fucking two year old, mm. your own child, that just screaming at me, "Don't come back!" I'm like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Did we? Did I tell? I don't think I told this that we. My girlfriend at the start of the year was looking after her nephew, and she was cooking his dinner, and he looked at her and he went, "A snack." Like wanting a snack before right. dinner. And it's like, you greedy cunt. You yeah. can see dinner's on the stove. Yeah. And she just found it really funny. And we say it to each other now. <laughs> and then this is the folly that you make with new... Well, he's three, but still like relatively new parents. Like he's yeah. young. We... It then has... Ta- like my girlfriend just kept forgetting to tell her sister about it. Right. So finally it's like, yeah, it's six months on now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we, were, yeah. we were with them and I was like, hey, tell, tell the story about yeah, the... Yeah. And so she wheels it out. Absolutely no reaction from yes. the parents because they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, in January, yeah, I guess." But now he does this she, thing, and it's like, "Yeah, yeah he read the dictionary to me yesterday." Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. that he's done a million other funny things yeah. since then yeah. that we weren't around for. Yeah, like no. we really thought, "Oh, they're gonna love hearing this," mm. and then it fucking bombed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I completely get it. If my parents did the same thing now, I'd be like, "Yeah." She she can fucking do the times table now. Like, I'd like to think I'd faint it. I'd be like I'd I'd get that it's important to them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for yeah. the story to get a bit of. Mm. I mean, you know, yeah, it's like a comic running a bit by. It's like ah, oh, yeah, nah, good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, thanks, uh, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, thanks, Master Bates. Thanks, thanks, MM. Thanks, Master Eight. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Fiona McAlpine. Okay, okay. How do you come up with that surname? Hmm. The Scottish Mountain. The Scottish Mountain. Mm. Yeah, that's what it is. Mc- what you got Alpine? Why do you need to muck it? Why do you need to whack that on there? Um. Yeah. I mean, are there famous? What's the Mac-a-fi. famous? What's the famous mountains in, uh, in Scotland? Or well, Arthur's Seat? I is guess. there? Is that a mountain or is that a hill? Mm. Well, that's a great question. At what point mm. does a hill? Well, at what point are you like? You know what? I'm scaling a mountain. I started thinking this was just a bit hilly, but i got to be honest with myself. I'm halfway up a mountain. Yeah. I'll be down. Da- I mean, is it possible to just like be at the foot of Mount Fuji and being like, this looks like a nice hill? Mm, and then no. be like, all of a sudden like, oh, hang on. I think I'm climbing Mount Fuji. Well, yeah. How does it work where at some stage you're climbing thing, you're, you're looking at hills and looking at mountains and going, these need, these need two different names. Because the access point to a mountain is a hill. Mm. You can't have a mountain without a hill. Oh, yeah. But you can have a hill that's not a mountain. Yes. Mm. Is there, is there, how many mountains in Australia? There's not that many, is there? Hmm. It's not a very, it's not a very hilly terrain, is it, traditionally? Com- com- I mean, compared to a lot of other places in the world, I wonder if you could find that at I wonder hmm. if Google's going to have a result. How many mountains in Australia? How, okay. How many mountains in Australia? Okay, I've spelt nearly every word here wrong, but I'd like right. to think that autocorrect will. Does Australia have many mountains? Mm-hmm. I can't get a 
can't get an accurate read here. It's not telling me how no. many mountains are in Australia. Here we go. Five. Oh, wow. Six if you count Mount Druitt. But that's really more of a <laughs> well, hill. <laughs> well, let's count it since its name is Mount Druitt. Yeah. that's It's not called Hill Druitt, you fucking idiot. My grandma Whoever wrote this, once. put them in a mere mail. <laughs> this is good. Okay. Five, six if you count Mount Druitt, but that's really more of a hill. My grandpa, my grandma climbed it once. The next day she went back to the top because she thought she'd left her Zimmer frame there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird joke. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think it's real. Yeah. You can be elderly, pretty forgetful. You probably don't need the Zimmer frame as much on the way, on the way down. down. But surely but you remember. Surely it's that thing where you go, now I had my my notebook on the way to Frio. Yep. But then I don't remember having it when I was at Frio. It's like, well, I remember the Zimmer frame going up the mountain. This I is just the don't thing, remember it going down. But this is the thing. I gaslit myself. I invented, I had a vivid memory of being in the Uber out the front of the venue in Frio and before we took off, just being like, oh, just w- one second, I just got to check that I've actually got something in my bag. And looking and it was in there. Right. But it wasn't, you know, I've left it there. So I think I've just invented that memory. Yeah, right. But who knows, like the Zimmer frame on the You've, way down. Uh, Mandela affected yourself. Yeah. Maybe you'd need the Zimmer frame more. You know, sometimes if you do like a, a steep hike, mm. it's often like it's worse on the way down. Okay, you, yeah. you have any really well, running calves. Running uphill. Mm. Is hard, but you're not going to lose control. Yeah. You don't fall over uphill. Yeah, hill. yeah, yeah. But when you run downhill, you are fucked. But go, yeah, walking down a steep hill is fucking brutal on the calves because you you really yeah. haven't you sort of fighting gravity as well. Yeah, I went down uh, when I was in Copenhagen. I went down an insane hill where mm. it's like I'm scared to go down this on a bike. Mm. Like I don't know what the fuck's going to happen here. Like the scariest fucking thing. Just it was like it was like. What do you call it? That's Not all that fucking island is. Yeah. Yeah, very up and down. This was like the steepest of all time. Absolutely fucking crazy. Um, but yes, you're right. It, yeah, so I would be I would, uh, way scarier doing that. Mm. Um, uh, thanks, Fiona McAlpine. Thanks, I guess. Fiona McAlpine. Yeah. It's um, a very interesting last name. We've talked about it before, the Mac, whacking a Mac onto things. Mm. But yeah. One of the... I reckon, I'm putting it out there, one of the weirder Mac affixes. Alpine? Yeah. Mm. I like it, though. As a name, I think it's cool. McAlpine. Mm. It look, it flows together fine. It flows it's together good. It's quite, but it's like saying... Fiona Alpine would... You know, Fiona yeah. McCrocodile. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's some weird... You, you, you see, I'm used to seeing Donald at the end of it. Yeah. Callum. Hey, someone told me this the other day, and I'm not sure if it's true or not. Do you want to just go into the next name and then I'll okay. tell this? Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Jonathan Davies. Jonathan Davies. Yeah. Lead so, singer of Corn. Speaking of crocodiles. Jonathan Davis, really, but yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, someone told me that crocodiles can basically live forever. Did you know this? <laughs> can can basically live forever. Well, the only reason that they die is because this is what someone told me, and I, I'm sure oh. I'll get a million different verifications of this story on social media yep. after this goes up. But um, they uh, the reason that they die is because their teeth fall out and then they can't oh. eat. But so without that, if they're te- – so there is a crocodile that's like – I can't remember where it is, but it's like – it's like 127 years old or something. Mm. It's got no teeth and it's like, they're, but they're, you know, 
it's being fed by it's like in a zoo or something like that. What I'm reading here, crocodiles can live up to seventy years in the wild, with the saltwater crocodile being the longest living species. However, crocodile lifespans among species range from twenty five to seventy years. Crocodiles in captivity have been known to reach one hundred years old. Mm-hmm. What's most interesting about crocodiles is they don't die of old age. And I assume that the next bit is what you're about to say. Yeah, their teeth fall out and then they can't eat. Yeah. But, like, just this crocodile just being kept alive, yep. fed mush, yes. no teeth. Smoothies. Just, like, please. Down a boost juice every night. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just let me mm. die. <laughs> but someone, surely out of all the experiment, out of all the horrible experiments in life, in Germany, yeah. in the fucking war, surely yeah. someone's got a fucking crocodile just hooking them up to, a, like, a strawberry crush or whatever the fuck they're called down at boost juice. Right. Seeing how long they can... Yeah, because for. that's the thing. If that's if that's a known thing that that's that they could just go, you know, they could just live infinitely. Yes. But they don't die of old age, and it's yes. the teeth that's the real reason. Mm. Then why is only why is a hundred like as far as they've gotten? Mm. Why isn't there like a maybe they've only well, just discovered this? I was going to say maybe, maybe they've we'll only get been, to a point where there's like a six hundred year old crocodile. Maybe only one hundred years ago they started being able to be fucked to to do dumb experiments like this, right? So maybe there's a bunch of them on the go right now. Yep. Now that, you know, there's been developments in science. Maybe there's, they've got crocodiles on better diets and mm. better exercise. Benches. Yeah, yeah. Fake teeth. No, veneers. what are they called? The veneers. Veneers yeah. the crocodile. Crocodile veneers. Get the crocodiles on Invisalign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful white teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting the... <laughs> Getting them to to put in the plastic fucking things every day and yep. do the scan every week. Yep. Oh yeah. fuck, that's a hell of a job, isn't it? Yeah. The guy that has to like pull oh, the jaw God. open and like snap the little yep. thing on. Yeah. P- stuffing a chicken down its throat just so you could <laughs> distract it and put the new Invisalign's on. Ah, uh, yep. just it really depressed me hearing that. It's mm. like that poor fucking toothless crocodile yes. on a diet of mush. Yeah. Being kept alive against its will, mm. against God's will. Yes. Fuck. And, um, yeah, that's... Uh, but uh, but Jonathan Davies, mm. speaking of um, poor animals um, doing something against their will, is subscribed to Patreon. Thank you, Jonathan Davies. Um, yeah. Very close to the lead singer of of, of Corn, like mm. I said. Yep. And um, not very close at all to the creator of Garfield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. A Pretty bit. far away. A little bit. Davis. He's the, John the cover Jim. band. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover band. Yeah. The Garfield oh, no. cover band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Garfield created cover band in Perth. For Why? everyone that wanted to see Jim Davies live, mm. Jim Davis live, mm. in Perth in the last two years, but he couldn't come over, they've got Jonathan Davies to come and explain how good lasagna is yep. and whatever happened on a Monday to him that made him foist that hatred onto his Onto his creation. I genuinely might do this on stage, but like, why isn't there cover artwork? Like, there's right. cover bands... There's people that do. We were talking. Where were we talking about this on something recently? The like Andrew Dice Clay and Bill Hicks like cover. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, cover comedian things. Yep. It's like, why don't I just get on Instagram and just start drawing Garfield? Right. I'm yeah. covering Garfield. Yeah. Here's my take on it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> do it. Why doesn't that exist? <laughs> Mm. Here's my take on a few far sides. As long as you don't make money <laughs> off it, surely that's. Why can't I make people make money being in cover bands? Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're not making, why can't money... I make money dr- just drawing Garfield? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I have to. Ch- no, but I have to change it. Um, far, Farfield. What? Yeah. Narfield. 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 There we go. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Garfield. The 
The, Gar- the Tommy Dasselow Garfield experience. Yes. All right. Well, crack up. Put one on socials and this the, week. Garfield. <laughs> and the idea being with cover bands that it's like this exists because it's too difficult for you to see the actual band. Yeah, yeah. So this is for anyone that's having trouble finding yeah. a Garfield comic. Anyone strip. that can't figure out how to how to type comics dot com. Yep. Um, this if is your for local you. newspaper doesn't have Garfield, if then this is the Instagram page for you. If you know what, if you're not a Murdoch fan. You know, yeah, good, yeah, that's good, a good point. And, and, you know, good for you. If you don't mm. want to pick up the Herald Sun anymore or whatever it is in your state, piece of shit, um, but you miss the, the comics. You so know? I'm just taking each day's Garfield and sort of like altering it slightly so that I can't be... Yeah. You, so that it is a cover. Yeah. But then it, but then you can still enjoy it yes. if you don't want to support the Murdoch press. Yes. And why should you? Yes. Yeah. So go on, knock out a, a Garfield <laughs> this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fuck. Put one on... Uh, the socials. Yeah, all right. Follow us on the socials, and you'll get you'll get a creative, uh, uh, exclusive access you'll to see, Narfield. You'll see the boot camp of when Jim Davis sues Tommy Daslow. That would be yeah. fu- that would be fucking an awesome person to be sued by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. Yeah, like yeah. a guy with a lot of money behind him. It would be very stressful, you, but also just like you'd have to, you know, you'd be really freaking out about yeah. all the money that you're going to have to fucking owe this guy and everything. Yeah. But you would have to kind of log on at various points and be like. I do have to keep an eye on the fact that this is very funny. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and especially if he lodged it on a Monday and you're like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Now I yeah. get it. Oh, now I hate them. Yeah. Or, But then, like, it's the trial of the century. There's no cameras allowed in the court and mm. you're just seeing updates on the news. No. And then the court sketch He's drawing out himself. <laughs> <laughs> or you just see a very realistic, like, court sketch artist drawing and it's me in a full Garfield suit. Yeah, Like, yeah, I'm yeah. just... I'm just <laughs> fucking with him up on the stand. And then everyone else in the room looks the same, like with those huge gimlet eyes. Like yeah. you, know, you know how like John on the in the cartoon always just looks the same as his girlfriend? His girlfriend looks like John in drag. Like oh, yeah, yeah, same. yeah. He's Yeah, right, got right. That Everyone's faces are the same, but yeah, like maybe yeah, their yeah. hair is different. The hair's different. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So everyone in, in the room just looks like the prototype. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame that he evolved the look of Garfield because I love like the the very first Garfield, long fat where he one. looks all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I really wish that he was still this like hugely iconic Simpsons character, style. but he'd never, but he'd never morphed. Simpson style, where the the actual creator is actually not that good of a drawer or no, anything. Yeah, and then everyone else has tuned it up, and then everyone's like, ah, oh. and then you get still get to get like your signature down the bottom. It's like you didn't draw this cunt. Everyone else picks this up for you. Yeah, I've always found that weird that that must be some kind of like, um, yeah, like licensing kind of deal that he has Absolutely. where his name just has to be on sure. everything. It's yeah. cra- like, and I remember as a little kid being fooled by it, being like, this is fucking crazy that he drew, like, because yeah. I would get the comics every month yeah. and be like, fuck, that's pretty awesome that Graining's still taking the time to, mm. to draw the covers of these. That's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. And being like, oh, no, he's not, yeah. he's on the fucking Lolita Express. Yes. He's not doing jack shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's signing something. He's signing. Signing a lot of uh, cleavage. <laughs> I don't think there's much cleavage on the level. Oh, yeah. No, anyway. that's, that's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Jonathan, da- Jonathan Davies. And I hope you too, all day you dream about sex. Mm. Adidas. Um, favorite corn song? Don't have one. Oh. Never really got into them. I think they're one of those ones where, to me, it's like uh, Limp Biscuit, where, like, that band sucks, but... I like I really like one or two of their songs, and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I I'm letting myself guiltily like one or two of them. I couldn't name or hum, hum you any of their songs. And Jonathan Davies is, is a bit is a little bit to me 
Robert Smith of The Cure. Okay. Where they've kept the hairstyle, they've kept all the makeup, they've kept everything, mm. but they've gotten older and fatter. Yeah, it's bleak, and isn't it? If you're a bit, if you're into all that sort of shit, if you're into the hair and the makeup and everything, and then you just blow out, oh, mm. it doesn't look good. Mm. It doesn't lend itself to whatever you're trying to do, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Just a big, fat, old goth. Um, <laughs> bad. Bad Jonathan Davies. A bad Davies. thing to be. Never get old, Jonathan Davies. Mm. Kill yourself before you get to that Stay point. Stay young and supple forever. Yeah. As the, as, the, as the Who said, hope I die before I get old. And then went on to absolutely not do that. Mm. They got old and then went. Then everyone else went, we wish you'd fucking done that. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Patrick O'Shaughnessy. Okay. Yep. Okay. Which is Irish for Shaughnessy. The Shaughnessy. Mm. Or of Shaughnessy. Yeah. I is that what so. it is? I guess so. Yeah. I had an O'Shaughnessy as a teacher at school. Did you? I fucking hated it. Never heard. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you do? Just a, just a teacher. Did <laughs> you know a lot of the times right. you date a teacher, it's like, right. this cunt's trying to make me learn stuff. Right. I don't like this at all. Yeah. One little he bit. He made me not be at home playing yeah. computer games. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, it doesn't sound cool. Yeah. That it? That's all we're doing on that name. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. That, that is pretty... Well, Patrick's pretty Irish, isn't it? Isn't it? I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's, it's reasonably Irish. Happy to sign off on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the last time you were in an Irish bar? Uh, Would you say that the European beer cafes, technically... Mm. I guess so. Um, you know what I was reading? I was I was reading, uh, you know, because this was, uh, we, we talked on the normal episode today about Wolfie and his investments for us. That mm-hmm. was, uh, for me, that was uh, supposed to go to um, a Thai bar and mm-hmm. I haven't, haven't heard too much about the money that's left for that. But um, I did read an article not uh, a little while back uh, that was like, this is what you want to do if you want a, a, a Thai bar yep. or, or a Thai restaurant or whatever. And I was like, yep. And it did tell me a few things I already knew, which is a real shame. They're like, if you want to go over there and do a, an actual like Thai, like normal Thai food and normal like cheap Thai food mm. um, restaurant or business, it's like it's about the worst idea you can do. About the wor- they said like the best idea you can do is go over there and like have an Irish bar or an English bar or something like that. Right. That's the bit, be- and it's like ah oh, fuck, that's the last thing I want to do. The absolute last thing. Why is They're that? Like, that's the that's the best. Why is that better than? A Thai place because I I assume after thinking about it mm. because that you know that attracts all the tourists because idiot tourists always are attracted sure. to yeah whatever's from it's back less home. risk and the markup you don't go into an Irish or an English bar or whatever and go oh they're all two dollar beers yeah yeah they're sure. always five dollar beers sure you know the meals are not all of a sudden it's not a two dollar curry it's an eight dollar curry me and my friend in the midst of lockdown we were looking at um, real estate in Japan <laughs> like yeah. we've like. It was like surprisingly pretty cheap right. and it is easy to do. You can pretty easily buy a place right. not being a citizen. But it's so funny on all the real estate stuff they have to be very clear about. Owning the place does not give you citizenship. You are still right. subject to all the same visa stuff where you can't stay for you know yep. too long. You have to like leave and then come back and all that kind of stuff. But we were, and yeah, this 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 is such a like symptom of lockdown where we were both like, "Fuck, let's do it. Mm. Let's go halves. Let's buy this place. 
we both know like a couple of people over there that, you know, if we'd needed someone on the ground to kind of yep. go and do some stuff for us, like at that time, we could have done it. Mm. And we were like, yeah, fuck it, it'd only be this much each. I can't remember how much it was each, but it was like fucking a really good deal. Doable. Just a bit out of Tokyo, yep. not in the city, like a bit out. Mm. And it needed a bit of work on it. And we just, again, we just got sucked into this mm. f- fantasy of like next summer, their yeah. summer, like we'll go over there. We'll fucking live there for a couple of months yep. and we'll fucking do up the place. Yeah, yeah. We'll just live there. Yeah. We'll be sleeping in there days. We'll like get up and we'll, you know, we'll have some days where we're just cleaning the place up, fixing the place up. And then, you know, we can go off into the city and do our touristy stuff. Oh, mm. it'll be so good. And then the idea fizzles because you're like, I mean, it's a good deal, but it is still buying a place. And it's like, what's the benefit here? Oh, you've got somewhere to stay when you go over there. Mm. What, once a year? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you own property to just save money like yeah. once a year. Like yeah, just yeah. get a hotel. <laughs> you own a holiday house but not your own house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So stupid. But yeah. like one of those things that you just needed to cling on to in lockdown of like we'll be able to do anything one day. Yeah, um, yeah well, well, when, um, <clears throat> that's not happening. So that's that's a shame. I would, uh, you know, you could have, we could have gone over and stayed there. I could have gone and stayed there in Japan, in the in the Daslo residence. Yeah, it's a shame. It but was also a funny thing to have just been like, yeah. Then when we go to Tokyo, we've got somewhere to stay, and it's like, no, but it's it's far enough out of Tokyo that it would have been like a big pain. If there. you were just going for a week on a holiday, it would yeah. have been like, what a fucking nightmare place to yeah. be staying. This is so fucking inconvenient. Yeah, it really would rely on you just being like, I am just going to go for like four months out of the year mm. and just like essentially live in Tokyo. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, it seems like easier to do than buying a buying an Irish bar. Mm. I mean maybe that's the thing to do. If if property if buying an apartment was cheap enough just outside of Tokyo, then I would have to believe that buying an Irish bar just outside of Tokyo mm. even cheaper and easier than that. Yeah. Maybe that's the and move. profitable. Oh Dasselos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy yeah. Odasolo's yeah. Irish pub. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. In the country you love, like, wanting to just make the move of being in there, settling for just a fucking, yeah, a shit, like, theme bar yeah. that has absolutely nothing to do culturally with the place you love. Yes. It really is like, I'd rather not do anything. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. It's like, sure, I've got skin in the game, but... Yeah. Uh, if I go over there and all of a sudden I'm like... I'm like Olivia Newton-John's G'day LA store, but in <laughs> Koh Samui. Yeah. I'm sitting there fucking selling Tim Tams and shit. It's like, ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But, I mean, they still, don't the Irish bars there, they still, like, they still have, like, Thai food on the yeah, but like menu I said, and stuff? Yeah, they'll yeah. have a bit of that, but it'll be mostly bangers and mash and all this stuff. True. But then it'll be like, oh, and you can also have a green curry for, you know, $12. True, but then what was that one where we did the stand-up show yeah, that the, time? Yeah, the, the Duke? No. Was it called the I Duke? I think the Duke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Duke. I mean, the that Duke was pub. like, yeah, that was like a British pub. Yep. But even that, it's like all open air. It's yep. kind of vibey inside. Like it wasn't yeah. full full dinky die, but yeah. you know, it's still, I didn't feel too bad about being in there because I was like, yeah. I still feel very tropical in here. Well, I had live music British as well. Part. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's what we did the cover band. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of that. You're right. There was a, there was a lot of, there was a lot of outdoorsy. So yeah, I guess there's a way of doing it. There's a way of doing your little fusion idea. Somewhere on Koh Samui, I feel like you're still going to be able to, even if you are severely compromising, it's like most of those places, they're all kind of like open air. So you still oh, do feel like you're getting the tropical experience. I've seen some places that just are in 
insane. There's a there was a bar there's a bar called Shakespeare's, which is just it couldn't be it couldn't look more English from the outside or inside, and it's just a like a rectangle, mm. no architecture to it at all. It's just a box, mm. and it's just plunked in the middle of like next to a jungle or whatever. It looks absolutely insane. It looks like <laughs> looks like Doctor Who's TARDIS or something like that. That's just fucking landed somewhere, completely out of place. You're like, why is that there? That's an accident. Yeah, someone's made a mistake somehow. <laughs> It looks so dumb. Um, All right. Well, thanks, Patrick O'Shaughnessy. Yes. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? O'Shaughnessy? I think so. Okay. It wasn't spelled like that. It's spelled we had our teacher who was called Mr. O'Shaughnessy. You know what his nickname was that all the students would oh, call him? what? Shaggers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Let's do one more. We are running over here. Uh, thank you. We, and we, we've got to do a Patreon episode any second. Yeah. Um, so sign up to Patreon uh, via our website or patreon.com slash little dum dum club. You get heaps of bonus episodes. And that's how we, we um, managed to put this all together instead of going to a job. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, God, yet another Irish uh, subscriber. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Fiona O'Comedy. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Because we had a lot last week as well. We had Finn Island. We had... Um. Yeah. Someone else, and then uh, we've yeah. There's a Fiona lot of comedy. Irish. Fiona O'Comedy of weird. comedy. We used to have a Fiona fair bit of, of uh, comedy. We used to have a fair bit of hand sanitizer in the Patreon too, and I'm just looking at the records, and that seems to have gone missing <laughs> as of this week. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that does remind me of someone we know, except for the comedy bit these days. So yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> meow. <laughs> All right, guys. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. LittleDumDumClub.com. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to everyone who came out and saw the show in Perth. It was great to see you all. And we'll see you next time. See See you, mates. mates.